0: Oh, snap. This is the Copper Crab Podcast. What up, what up?
1: I'm Chaney Crab.
0: Naveen Copperwise here. We got a sick guest. Hey, everybody knows of Alex Rudinger. What up, bro? All
1: right. Or How Rudy.
0: Rude boy. That's me, dude. Dude, I've been wanting to get you on our show for a while now.
2: Yeah, man. I'm glad to uh, be on it and hanging out with y'all. Sick. Hell yeah, dude.
1: Yeah, it's good to see you. We were just talking yeah. about the last time that we hung out. So was that show, when was that tour? Uh,
2: the last time I saw you guys in person was almost exactly a year ago, because it was on my birthday and we played a show right. in Santa Cruz. Santa
1: and Cruz, was it baby. Santa Cruz?
2: Yeah. 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 Yep. You guys played at the titles. And pedals. I was playing with Whitechapel. And that was almost exactly a year ago. And then... Can't believe it's been a year. We, yeah, that was like one of the last days of that tour. And then we went to Europe like almost right after, I think. And then came back and I did a couple other like little things. Like I did Drumeo after that, but, but pretty much after that COVID started. <laughs> and then I've been home since then. So...
0: Yeah, I remember like you went to do Drumeo like kind of right as the COVID stuff was popping off.
2: Dude, that was wild, actually, just because it it was like they, the night before, like I was about to go to bed to wake up super early to get on a flight. And my mom was like, "Uh, Trump just like closed all travel to Europe. And I was like, should I go to Canada? And I got on the, I called someone from Drumeo real quick. And I was like, yo, like, should I be concerned and they were like, no, just come on out here. And then by the time I got there, they were like, we shouldn't have had you come out here right now. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah. totally. Well, it happened pretty quickly, like from yeah. from when he did that to when it was like everyone needs to get the hell out of everywhere that they are. Because yeah. we had some friends that were in Europe. So I was like watching them on Instagram flee the country, basically. Oh, my God. Yeah. But yeah, shortly after, much- I mean, right,
0: every European country pretty much locked it down yeah. anyway. So.
2: Yeah. I mean, that was the concern when I was in Vancouver was that I was just gonna get stuck there, which all things considered, would not have been the worst place to be stuck, like yeah. hanging out with Ash, you know, <clears throat> like totally yeah. you know, totally. in Canada with with healthcare that's free and stuff. <laughs> Vancouver is so tight too, up. except for you know, that
1: one little area that we play. <laughs> yeah. rick, right, around the Theater. rickshaw. Yeah.
2: Isn't it rickshaw? Yeah, that yeah. area is not the greatest. Yeah, <laughs> the least. Least. yeah, I'll
0: say. I mean, I, dude, like the first few times that I went to the Rickshaw Theater, like I thought that was what Vancouver was like because I never like even oh, walked shit. around, you know. So I was just like, yeah. man, Vancouver sucks. Yeah. You know? And then I would think. That I think too. on Summer Slaughter, like we played there. Anyway, I'd been there a couple times and then we played there on Summer Slaughter and I went walking around and I was like, oh, it's like
2: super nice here. Just yeah, the one it's block just that we play. around there. Yeah, totally. It's funny because the uh, the first time I ever played in Vancouver was not at the rickshaw. So like when I finally did play the rickshaw, I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like, where did you? Wait, am I allowed to? I'm allowed to like curse on your podcast, right? Yeah, Yeah. no, no
1: cursing.
3: (laughs) (laughs) PG.
2: (laughs) You know what's funny though
1: is that. uh, So my mom is an avid listener of this podcast, obviously, and she showed (laughs) my grandmother and I was on the phone with my grandma, and her mom had just died. So I was calling to like talk about my great grandma with my grandmother and she was like she brought up hearing our podcast and she was like you know cheney you just you curse so much and naveen doesn't curse at all and it makes (laughs) it really hard to listen to so since then i've been like watching myself a little more because of grandma but yeah i mean dude cuss cuss away on our podcast i think i do swear sometimes
0: you what yeah i do swear sometimes I'll you do be like what's I'm up sure. motherfuckers or something like that yeah. yeah
2: i do i curse a lot like unless i you know like i don't do it in an inappropriate time like i was if i was at a fancy dinner you know i wouldn't be like what the fuck is up y'all you know <laughs> <laughs> whatever i might i know cheney would you do that i terrible yeah
1: yeah i cuss no but i don't like give a fuck <laughs> honestly <Yeah>. like <laughs> i think that's like one characteristic about my i've a i swear like a sailor but
0: and g pens right you can just use your G yeah i anyway. use my g
1: pen everywhere i go you know uh, hey you pen. gotta do it
2: pen. you know for okay. what it's worth uh-huh. my mom also uh was she's like listened to me on podcasts before and like Or she'll, like, watch my Instagram story, and I definitely curse, like, a sailor on there. Mm -hmm. And uh, she'll be like, do you always have to curse so much, Alexander? I'm just like, I'm sorry, Mom.
1: (laughs) Does she call you that? She calls me Alexander sometimes. (laughs) Wow. That's funny because so many people call you Rudy, and I think of you as Alex, but to go to Alexander, that's, like, I've never even... Of that that's my that's
2: my real name. Wow. my real middle name, but I'm not going to say my first name on the what? podcast. Yeah. I don't
1: want. That's I don't want the whole your... world to know okay. my
2: real first name. Okay, I
1: think I actually know. I know knew this. I know yeah, I you yeah, you know your first know name. Is. I was yeah. going to say. Okay. I've just
2: never. I don't know why my parents did that shit to me, but I I've never <laughs> gone by my first name. I've gone by some, my middle name <clears> since birth. So.
1: Oh, so they just started calling you Alex right away. There was no. Yeah. Okay. Well,
2: it's because my first name was my father's name, and my mom was like, I don't want to name him that. And my dad was like, But I want him to blah, blah, blah. Okay. And oh, then. Yeah. So is this is a technical the, thing. It's a technicality. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The agreement was if they actually named me that, they wouldn't call me that. Mm-hmm. But it's just made my life uh, harder. <laughs> <laughs> People will go to, like, book me a flight, and I'll be like, oh, wait, 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 actually, I forgot. uh, You got to book it in this name. And they're like, god damn it, you know? Oh, oh yeah.
0: Yeah, Tosin uh, is like that, too, because his name isn't actually Tosin on his birth certificate. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: I actually remember him telling me what his real name was once, but I don't remember what it was. And Anoop's that way, too. Anoop's real name isn't Anoop. So I wonder what his is. It's, uh, well, I guess his... (laughs) That's, that is part of his real name, but his real name is like way longer. Got it. Oh,
1: okay. Um, cool.
2: Yeah. It's like nice. a noop is actually like two letters Names. from his dad's name and two letters from his mom's name, I think. Oh, um, wow. Okay. But yeah, his real name is, I, I couldn't repeat it. I, you gotcha. know, he yeah. said it to me and I'm always like, damn, that's crazy, dude.
1: <laughs> Tosin's real name is Ayojenka. That's yeah. so sick. Yeah. 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 It's a cool name. Tosin is a very know. cool name, though, as
2: well. Tosin is also a cool name. It's a good name. Uh, it's a good yeah. name. Yeah,
0: I saw it's, some kid named like somebody named their kid that on Facebook. Really? They were like, "Oh shit! Here's our little baby Tosin. and like I wow. know they were fans of animals. So I was like, "Well, that's
1: yeah, that's like yeah, that's kind of crazy when it gets yeah. to that point."
2: Kind of hardcore. Now he's influencing people's children's <laughs> names. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, totally. that's crazy,
1: man. But I, uh, totally. it's <laughs> go ahead.
2: It's funny how sometimes. Uh, I don't know, people like grow into their names almost or something like, you know, like would Tosin be Tosin if he wasn't Tosin? Right.
1: Yeah. It's interesting because, you know, Naveen and I both have really unique names. Yeah, you do. So it's like I think about that a lot, just the the idea of the name and what it means. And if if because my name was originally my mom wanted to name me Kylie. Kylie. Kylie <laughs> Shea. and it's like, had I been named Kylie, would I be the same person? I don't, I don't really think so, because so many parts of who I am are because of the way that, or, or because of my name. Like I got yeah, made fun yeah. of for my name, at yeah, both my first and last name, and it kind of shaped me. You know, a name is one, pretty. That was important. like the first
0: thing we talked about when I t- when I talked to you.
1: Really?
2: Oh uh, snap! Really? Wow! Yeah, was, Damn, this is going back like ten years. That's a little on time. Back, No, that Ida. was
0: that was like the first thing we talked about. I was wow. like, oh what's your name? And you're like Cheney Crab. And I was like, hmm, it's an interesting name. And the, I, I, I
2: actually remember, remember, remember one time, Cheney, Naveen telling me like uh like how he met you or something and that he was just like he like met you and I don't you can tell me if this if I'm remembering this correctly, Naveen, but that he was just like, Yeah, that's the girl. Like Yeah. Like he was just like way stoked. Yeah, yeah totally. Like right that, after he like, met you.
0: I was like, I'm gonna marry that girl right there. Yeah, I Damn.
1: I felt the same way. It's weird. Wait, how- are you guys actually married
2: now, or are you engaged?
1: Uh, we're still we were engaged, supposed to get
0: married in June,
2: but then COVID.
1: Yeah, we yeah. had to cancel it. Yeah, Did and you- now oh, we're too I'm lazy sorry.
0: to schedule a new wedding.
1: Yeah, well. people keep asking us, <laughs> and we haven't. I mean, honestly, it's not laziness; it's the total fucking uncertainty of the world yeah. right now. You know, it's hard. to Telling me, yeah, fuck. So is wait, it totally
2: dude. that, or a little bit of laziness? <laughs> There's a little, There's bit, a little bit of
1: laziness. In sure. If
2: I'm if I'm home, I'll fucking I'll fly <laughs> out and go to. your I mean, you don't have to invite me either. I don't. I won't be offended. No, we know, would love to have I you. I think at we our probably wedding. did, and we're gonna invite you.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. Anyway, I think so. Well, but thanks. anyway, no pressure. <laughs> anyway, no pressure. <laughs> anyway, did you have Perfect. a lot of stuff planned this year that got canceled because of COVID?
2: Yeah. Um, uh, some of the touring, some of White Chapel's touring schedule was still being. Uh, finished up but like the first couple of months you know were like two big tour cancellations back to back pretty much and that was a bummer um, although at the very beginning part of me was like well this sucks but I could use a little break because the last year you know I did like a lot with Whitechapel right into doing like the Intranaut album and then more with Whitechapel and then you know getting ready for drumio and I did this session out in LA, like right after the last Whitechapel tour and before Drumio, So I had been kind of like going nonstop for like a while. And I was kind of like, I guess it wouldn't be bad to have a break, but little did I know how much of a break it would become. Right. And
0: yeah. now you're broken. That's not,
2: <laughs> yeah. Now I'm just like, It's, it's almost funny because like 2018 and 19 were like the first years of my life in the music industry where I was like, man, maybe I can do this as a career. Like for real, like maybe I can actually make enough. I like made enough money those years where I was like, okay, it's like all this work is starting to pay off me. Yeah, totally. You know? Mm -hmm. And then boom, pandemic and everything changes. And I'm just like, God damn it. But yeah, I know. Yeah. what can you do? It'll all work I mean, out eventually. It'll
1: all know. work out. It,
0: it, well, it has to. But Was it yeah. never gonna work? Never gonna go on tour again? I mean, eventually, it'll be good. We just don't know. how Yeah,
2: long. I've heard a lot. Like, I've heard that it's unlikely. You know, even with the vaccine, that it might not uh, touring might really not come back in full until like twenty twenty two or something. <clears throat> you know, I I think like big uh big gatherings like a concert or something is gonna be like the last thing to come back because you also have to factor in like yeah there might be a vaccine but like you know are promoters gonna want to book a show when they're uncertain of like if people may or may not still be comfortable with the idea of yeah, going yeah. you know right. um
0: a lot of risk so i don't
2: know there yeah so it's hard to say but I, it looks like we'll have quite a bit more time but uh <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, so what have you have you been working doing things that are non-musical or have you been doing strictly musical things? What have you been doing to Yeah,
2: mostly still just musical things. Lately I've been just, par- just par- paradiddles. on the just all huh? just paradiddles. Full
1: paradiddle. <laughs> just you've, yeah. you've just all been I practicing do, for your next uh, set, yeah. Alex. <laughs> I made a I made a pledge
2: to only do paradiddles. I don't do any of the rudiments. You know what's funny? don't even do I don't even do single strokes
1: or double strokes In- just
2: it has to be a, a paradiddle to completion. In
1: Otherwise, fact, I, I heard that they were uh, talking about changing the name to Rudy Diddles because you've been doing yeah, them yeah. so much. You know, <laughs> what's, what, what's
0: actually funny about that is the paradiddle is the only uh, rudiment that I do. So that's like <laughs> jokes on me.
1: Are there other rudiments? Jokes what are on they? Me. Yes, there's like yeah, a bajillion. Double paradiddle.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so jokes on so,
1: plots, me. So, so name you know? all of... Uh, all of what you've been practicing lately what what my rudiments yeah all of the rudiments do you actually the, practice
2: rudiments no nah, not like yeah. i don't like uh, typically sit down and be like all right let's work on this weird hybrid rudiment <laughs> yeah, for yeah. a while you yeah. know but sometimes i will like take a rudiment and you know mess around with it but it usually is like a like a in a i don't know not just the rudiment. It's like in a context or yeah, a yeah, of yeah. other notes, yeah, you know? Yeah.
0: Totally. Um,
2: but yeah, to be honest, I haven't really been spending that much time uh, jamming like that lately. I've just been like trying to work on and learn all the new Whitechapel songs. Uh, Cause I'm going to do the drums for that. Like yeah. the first week of December. Dude, I'm stoked um, you're doing awesome.
0: that. Man. That's going to be sick. Yeah, I'm excited
1: to I hear. I
2: hope it. I hope I can do it justice since yeah. you did the last one and I'm excited to do it. I well, hope I'm sure I can live up to the Naveen. Yes,
0: it'll be cool. I mean, Mark'll be there and stuff. I mean, he's yeah. like told me a lot of what to do. Yeah. So. But.
2: I'm excited to uh, track with Mark again cuz I haven't since like 2013 and Totally. Um I do think the one difference from when you did it and when I when I'm doing it uh this album i mean is that because of covid like they had so much more time to like work on stuff together and i actually went down to tennessee oh yeah yeah twice to like do stuff with them we didn't actually even jam like in a room together but we just like i would be there working on a computer you know in the next room and then i would you know send the midi to zach and we'd go through it together so like (sighs) that's that's sick Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we kind of. I mean, I think a lot of it is. There's definitely going to be stuff that like we mess around with and parts we try out differently in the studio, but I think the overall picture is more there already. You know. That's killer. Um, And it's the same thing that. Uh, they did with you where like they've done they're currently tracking vocals right now and uh, everything. up, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're doing drums last.
1: Yeah, um, I, I really like that. Like, yeah, that's cool. one thing that Naveen took from tracking the Whitechapel album and brought yeah. kind of to us that the idea of doing vocals before drums, because for our band specifically, it's like the instruments can really get in the way of the vocals. And I think yeah. that it's a cool concept to kind of, to build around the vocals because they're, they should be a focal point in the music.
2: Yeah. I agree. It makes sense. Like, you know, there are other bands that are kind of starting to do that more. We did that with, uh, when I was in good tiger, we did one album like that and uh, periphery started doing their albums that way. I don't know if they did their last one, but I know the one before that they did that way. And It makes sense because, you know, with how good, like, drum programming is nowadays, you know, you can track. It might not be as desirable as tracking to, like, real drums, but you can still do that. And then if you want, when you get to doing vocals, if you want to, like, change something structurally, you have the option before, you know. Whereas if you track drums first, it's, I mean, you could maybe do some kind of comp or edit, but it's more or less kind of set in stone, I yeah. guess. Exactly,
1: totally. It contributes to the songwriting in a great way. It's yeah. it's yeah. a cool idea. I Especially like
0: it. if I do drums first, you know, it's like I'm just jazz, yeah go hands ape all shit. over the fucking just paradiddles <laughs> it's, it's like...
1: Yeah. yeah, just
2: like seven or eight paradiddles. Just, just, honestly, God.
0: though, I'm like, my fill thing is just paradiddles. It's like, if you listen to what I do, it's just pretty much paradiddles. And then a couple, really? Pretty much. Probably. And then I just break it up with like little stuff here and there. That's it. Sick. I just learned That's that one need, rudiment and I was like, okay, I'm good to go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Done. Off and running.
0: So, you've pretty much just been working on uh, jamming the Whitechapel material.
2: Yeah. And I've been, uh, today I just recorded like earlier, earlier today. Um, I'm also like looking for a house. I'm trying to buy a house right now, which is That's sick. kind of stressful. But so, I've been going to look at places a lot. But uh, earlier today, I did a drum video for an intronaut song and I'm going to try. Yeah. I'm going to try to film another one tomorrow of like a random cover that I've wanted to do forever. And, uh, so I'm trying to like, to be honest, I haven't been as active on the social medias this year because I just haven't felt like it at Mm -hmm. all. That's Um, me,
0: but my whole life.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Maybe (laughs) for me, it's definitely more COVID and also just like the state of the world and, my anxiety being up because of all this uncertainty in my life currently. And I'm just like, I don't care about social media. And there's
0: also something about like just how it feels like it's so intensified now. Like there's just so much more people online all the time. Like, look at me, look at this. Like yelling at everybody about this, that and the other thing. And I'm just like, fuck man. I like, I actually figured out how to post to Instagram, like videos and stuff directly from my desktop just yeah. so I don't have to go on there.
2: Yeah, you can do that yeah, through the, Facebook. Yeah. yeah, totally. So yeah. I just
0: was figured that out last week, and I was like, "That's sick."
1: I think I'm it's just a good concept. fucking do
0: that, dude.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know, it's definitely a thing, you know. And also for me, I don't know. Now everyone's starting to do streaming, and yeah. I'm just kind of like, oh, man, I don't want to fucking do a new thing. That's that's what
1: I think every time a new social media outlet opens, a new, like, thing is added to Instagram, like a store or whatever. It's like, oh, my God, now I have to learn another thing. I'm already in my 30s. I can't deal with this shit. I just can't. It's like,
2: I don't even, yeah, it's it's frustrating for sure because, uh, you know, I remember when it's like YouTube – it's not less relevant than it is now, but it changed. And yeah, I, I remember when it changed and thinking like, God damn it. Like I just spent all this time trying to like build this up and now, uh, you know, viewership is different because of the way like people don't even get the notifications mm-hmm. unless they hit this little bell or whatever, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. you know, and same with like all the algorithms on Instagram and shit. And I, I've just been exhausted by it for a pretty long time. And, it's like, I enjoy posting and being a doofus sometimes, but this year I haven't, a lot of this year, I haven't f- felt in that mindset or mood. So I just am not posting, but then I see all these other people posting when I do look on there and I'm like, yeah, you know, this, it's like part of my career. Like <clears throat> I definitely see a spike in my online sales and stuff when I post more. Yeah, so it's the kind yeah. of thing where yeah. I'm like, shit, I guess I kind of have to do this to an extent, you know? Um yeah. Yeah, but and then, yeah,
0: there's also like the Naveen thing where like I'll find like random drummers just like and start following them. They have like yeah. 2000 followers, but they post videos every single day and then it's like they just totally, you know, pass me up and like followers and shit like that. And I'm not, I'm not like super bummed about it, but it's like, you know, they're just posting a video every day. So they're yeah. getting more views and getting more followers yeah. and shit. And it's just like, yeah, I just the don't act The more active you you know,
1: but I just don't like I that. just, I, I just start like posting
0: to, when I have something I want to post. Me too. And you I start I mean? to
1: feel sort of annoying. And, and especially this year, I've felt mm-hmm. like I was contributing to this, like really st- it's static. Like so many people have been streaming and, and podcasting and doing playthroughs and everything because of COVID that yeah. I'm just like, it's just like a wall of sound that I haven't really felt like totally contributing to, especially this year. So I can totally. Relate I hear to. you.
2: It's been uh that's been on my mind a lot as well. And uh, I, I don't know. You know, I talked to, I had a pretty long conversation with Chris Brewer about it actually. Yeah. And, and uh, I've talked to a couple other artists that like, you know, especially when like stuff like, uh, you know, everything that went on in Minneapolis with George Floyd, people were just like, if i did get online and i saw people just like posting everything like nothing was going on in the world and there wasn't all this like civil unrest and i'd be like that's that that feels weird like yeah 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 and then so i like hadn't been posting during that time because i just i hadn't really felt like posting already at that point but then when that happened i was like i definitely don't feel like posting and then i started getting messages of people being like Hey man, how come you haven't said anything about this? You know, I'm disappointed with like yeah. how you haven't spoken up your mind, you know, know. and and I I'm know. just like, what? Like I'm not like a celebrity like what the yeah. hell, like I know, and me too. Know. It's S- like,
0: dude, I'm only online to just promote music and stuff. Like I don't yeah. want to get involved in like all this these battles and stuff, you know.
2: So that kind of like <clears throat> added to me wanting to post even less, even more, you know, because I was just like like so taken back by it, like yeah. so caught off guard to get messages like that. And like, I was just like, I don't, I, I just want to play drums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Like, I know. I uh, know. so I don't know. And then I definitely have also been paying attention to like what's been going on with politics and, and everything. And, and that bums me out. So totally. I try not to watch much of it, but at the same time, <clears> I want <throat> to know what's going on in the world. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, it's hard not to pay attention to it. My only—I just want people to to stop being angry. I want people to be happy, and that's all. That's like my only hope with this whole thing is just that people become. There's a better mindset moving forward because I feel like people have been in like a really down or angry or combative mood this year, and I just, I, I I just want the people around me to be happy. So
0: yeah, and I mean, it—you could still get. Your message across and get the social justice that you want done mm-hmm. without being super negative. You know, yeah. like, Dude, I like Gandhi I was a like a happy guy. You know, yeah, yeah, he was happy or, in his life any, and he got a lot of good. Spiritual you
1: know? leader, like any person who is truly contrib- contributing their life to the good, yeah. they're they're in a good mindset. It's a happy Perfect. place. It's not. There's yeah. not negativity. And it's like the well, one and thing
0: and- I learned, like I listened to Jocko Willink a lot, you know, like that yeah. dude. And it's yeah. like his first rule is like, you don't get emotional, you know? So it's yeah. like, if you're and he. this is a guy coming from a combat standpoint. So he's saying, you know, when you're going into combat, right? So the, everybody wants to be a warrior and whatnot in their own way. Don't be emotional, like control your emotions. That's the first thing yeah. you got to do. That's what these warriors are saying to do. And all these people yeah. who get stuff done, it's, it's way more productive. It's just, Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's what I think anyway.
2: It's yeah. I mean, I'm a very emotional person, so it's sometimes hard for me, but that's partially why like whenever I'm feeling things, I kind of like withdraw at least that's what I do now. I didn't used to do that, but I kind of just tend to keep to myself if I'm like feeling any certain way. But you know what you were saying one thing i think about a lot is like you know it's like you can still have like strong opinions on civil issues or whatever your thing is yeah. but it's like the way to go about discussing it with people isn't to be emotional and and angry it's like it doesn't it, it's it's like psychology 101 in my know, opinion. Yeah. It's know, like attack. It's like coming at someone angry is gonna be like an attack, and yeah. it's they're not gonna receive that well. Like, it's, it's, ever. It's ever. Yeah. It's
0: never gonna work. So that's yeah. why you have what's going on right now, in my opinion. Because yeah. And so for me, I'm just like, you know what? I, I just what am I gonna do? Be online arguing with motherfucking people and stuff? It's like, dude, I, no. Yeah. Like, if you want to come yeah. talk to me at a show, well, I guess there's no shows anymore. But it's like. <laughs> sure I'll <laughs> talk to you about whatever but I mean yeah I don't know I just it 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 bums me out that people can't just like talk about stuff or have a like we were just saying earlier today like you know when I was a kid and something and you know you'd tell your mom like oh so and so said this that was stupid they'd be like well everyone's entitled to their opinion you know yeah. Oh, yeah. it's like people aren't entitled to their opinion I guess
2: anymore you know uh yeah, I mean I go back and forth on it because I kind of feel like the one thing that bums me out and that has bummed me out a lot this year is I'm all for people having differing beliefs and and differing opinions, but I don't like people like thinking that facts are opinions, like especially scientific facts. Like Yeah. yeah that bothers me i'm like there are certain (laughs) things that aren't really to me up for debate it's just like these this is how this is scientifically or mathematically and people are like oh well that's not what i think and i'm like but this isn't like a think thing like for sure so i i don't know that gets to me sometimes but it depends on what it is too well it's
1: a strange thing where we're being bombarded with everyone's opinion. Everyone has a platform now and everyone wants to use their platform to say what they think. And it's almost like our opinions are being made to seem like they matter a lot more than they actually do. Mm -hmm. So this is like a new... We're experiencing a very new thing, which is this total bombardment with everyone's opinions. So I think that that's just... Become that's a part of the entire thing this year. That's a part of why people are ex- are experiencing all of this negativity is because no one has f- had to hear other people's opinions yeah, this much true. before. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. But you it's can just like not We're go on too long. interconnected
2: yeah. or something. You know. Totally. Way totally. too.
1: I mean. And you, I
0: don't think I'm qualified. You know. Sometimes like don't you ever? That's true that, too. It's yeah. like, dude, I don't right. know. I, I'm I don't know all these facts and science and all this shit. I don't fuck right know, like. Fuck, yeah I'm stupid well, I,
2: I agree with that too I mean you know there are certain things where I'm like well I'll hear people talking about something and I'm like well I don't know for sure if this is a fact or not but how does this person know that like yeah but then I just grow weary of things and I'm I like
0: know.
3: you know totally, so mm-hmm. it's
2: just too much of everything and yeah I think that to kind of come full circle on that is like part of the reason that I've felt less inclined to be active on social media as much yeah. as I have been you know um, but yeah, bro. also I'm just like kind of focused on other things, like yeah. which is good. Dude, trying to like That's find good. a new place
0: to live is stressful. Totally. Yeah, yeah, we fucking did it. It was hard.
2: Yeah, it was crazy. Have you, yeah, man? So
1: you're looking for houses, and you live in Balt, or Baltimore? No, you live in Frederick, live in, uh, right? Yeah, Frederick. So what's like, your address? By the way? <laughs> Give it <laughs> out. <laughs> okay. right, guys, it's. Uh, no, I'm just he has a lot of cool drum equipment. Go grab it.
2: Don't come over <laughs> here, guys. Come on. Wait, Naveen, you've been to my house like one time, right? Yeah, we jammed. Yeah, dude, we jammed. yeah that's
1: right, dude. Holy shit, I about that. Oh, you jammed to Flesh Rod?
2: Yeah, we jammed yeah, Fleshrot. Oh, like, fuck, I would not loved to see and that. And then he almost missed his set <laughs> in Baltimore.
0: <laughs> we were going to Costco to get a chicken bake.
1: Yeah, oh, that's right.
2: Damn. You've been to the Frederick Costco, too. That's oh, that's a super mad good. respect, dude. Yeah, super good. So.
0: The local cuisine. <laughs>
1: That's right. <laughs> a little Costco Tried it out. A pizza. Costco pizza I love is good.
2: That's where I took you. That's where we went for food was well, Costco.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, how, old, how old were you? Yeah. It was probably like 10 years. It was on Summer Slaughter, right? Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah it was like 10 years ago. Did yeah. you
1: have long hair when you met Naveen? I
2: don't
1: yeah, he, you did. think so. You, did. I, you didn't I have did. long hair when I met you, but I, well, I, like, I watched I, your I videos when you were a long-haired child. Yeah,
0: when I met you at uh, Chuck Levine's.
2: I still had long hair. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But maybe after that, you wow. I don't know. I cut it like somewhere right around that time. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember exactly yeah. when. Was
3: Were it, you like working
2: f- there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I worked there. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: That was a music store in the D.C. area for people who yeah, don't know
2: Washington Music. Yeah. <clears> I did a drum clinic there like a year or so ago, a year or two ago, a couple years ago now, I guess. But nice. it was cool. That must have been There's crazy, still some right? stuff that like I, I built in the. Uh, in, like, the basement warehouse where the drum stuff is. Like, there's some random stuff where, like, I took, like, a piece of foam from, like, some packaging and carved out the word sick and, like, <laughs> hung it up on the wall. And, like, there's a bunch of shit like that that's still up down there. So that They was left it. Fun. They're like,
0: it's legend. Dude, yeah. Like, Alex used to work here. Dude, yeah. Okay.
2: It's awesome. so funny, dude. Like, yeah, man, I haven't been there in ages now. I mean, I just... I don't leave much, especially for equipment, but totally, but yeah, but yeah, so I'm looking for a house kind of around here. I've also considered the Tennessee area and, but I haven't been able to like look at houses down there yet.
1: I'll tell you Um, what we were looking because we had a, we wanted to move to Tennessee too. We were like, let's go to Nashville. You know, Evan lived there. We were like down and we does were Evan not live there anymore no he he does but oh, okay. he's not in the band anymore so we were yeah. you know that was okay. a part of it but i uh, there are some nice houses for fairly cheap there man it's yeah. it, it's fairly modestly <clears throat> priced i guess yeah. you'd probably move closer to Knoxville. is that what you were yeah
2: probably like in that greater area but it's probably even cheaper i mean that's probably way cheaper than nashville yo i mean compared i mean i i'm sure that Frederick isn't as expensive as, like, parts of California, but... The cat's going crazy.
1: Our cat's going crazy. One second.
2: Oh, do you need to... No, no, no. We're good. Go ahead. Oh. But, yeah, the... It's It's very expensive in Frederick, dude. It's like... Like, what are we talking here? What's expensive? I mean, dude, you can't get, like, a house that's, like, even moderate size for, like, under, like four hundred thousand dollars. Right, like, okay. So that we're that talking about expensive. that's California that's prices. Yeah, that's Dude, expensive. it's be it's because this is like a we're like within an hour of DC. Like the traffic from around here into DC mm-hmm. is considered the second worst traffic in the US past California. Like mm. it's Damn. like a lot of people commute into DC and it's just become like a spry area it's like silver spring and Bethesda are really expensive and then Frederick's kind of like right after that it's like becoming that the the new area of like that's like that you know because I'm not that far from those places but so I mean there's a town like 30 or 40 minutes like west of me uh Hagerstown and I've definitely been looking in that area and that it's crazy how like much cheaper it gets as soon as you go like an hour in another direction mm-hmm. but uh
0: no yeah, but for you you don't like need to be near dc right you're not like trying
2: to commute no, god no i don't want to do any of that i don't want i don't want to go to cities yeah, yeah. Cities. i am not
1: a fan of cities like where we nah, live is pretty either. rural yeah i enjoy yeah, that
2: I, I mean i guess there are aspects of li- living in a city that would be cool but like yeah like all the homeless people
1: shitting on the streets no well i guess we live so close to san francisco that that's my my main impression of cities it's like okay there are gonna be a ton of homeless people and there's gonna be human feces all over the (laughs) fucking sidewalks
2: i just think about like having food options and stuff yeah Yeah. it's like quickly accessible yeah but like I, I also like basically my parameters for buying a home are, are finding something that is far enough away from other houses that I can play drums any yep. time of the day or night. Absolutely. Yep. That's what's up. So pretty much that. And I've been looking at, uh, so like where I live, you can get into Virginia, West Virginia or Pennsylvania within like within 15 bring minutes. The, bring her on the podcast. Cheney? Oh damn! Uh, what's 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 up with your cat?
0: Oh, uh, Cheney just threw her out, dude. Oh wow! Yeah, rude. She's kind but of like has, a kitten, so she goes crazy. She she's like, she oh, ran up got my cat. back. Yeah, yeah. she. Aw.
1: Aw. She was just clawing my back. I can't bring her in here. She's right. very cute. Aww.
2: Yeah, she's real cute.
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah, I feel you, dude. But you got to be able to play drums all the time.
2: <laughs> yeah, sick. that's what I. So I I looked at a place. Like, I'm even looking in parts of West Virginia, because you can get into West Virginia, like, in no time from here, and it's so much cheaper there, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, But I looked at this, like, kind of cabiny-style place in West Virginia a week or two ago, and, dude, like, a lot of the houses in, like, wooded areas there have, like, this very open vibe, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like... Dude, like that would be sick. Like a big open, like high ceiling kind of thing. Like yeah, as soon yeah. as I walk into a place like that, I'm like, yo, this place would make for a sick drum room. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Totally. But then are so, you're going
0: to be like totally alone out there though, right? I mean, you don't know. Yeah, but anybody see that's the there. thing.
2: I the place I looked at, it it's within my price range and stuff and like I already I got pre-approval for a loan and everything, so I've actually been going to like look at places now. Um But right now, apparently, at least around here, it's, like, very much a seller's market. It's, like, there's not a lot popping up, and when it does, it goes really quick and usually for, like, more than they're asking. Like, there have been a couple places I wanted to go look at, and before I could even go look at them, somebody had already, like, is, like, trying to buy it. Like, it was up for, like, less than
1: a day, so. I wonder if a lot of rich people are investing
2: I think a lot of people are moving because of the pandemic and I don't know. They're probably leaving
0: DC, right. And the surroundings in New York. Yeah. 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 I
2: mean, I mean, I I even know people like my cousin, uh, Anna and her fiance live and work in New York and they just, in the last like five months moved back here and bought a house. Like, so I'm just like, Oh shit. Like, I guess that is a thing, but. It's that
0: close to New York,
2: huh? Uh, I'm like three and a half hours from New York. Yeah. All right. Sick. Yeah. Something like that.
0: I'm sure, you go, it's like I'm sure two... you're going there all the time, right? You're just
2: going into the oh, city. Oh, dude, I just it's go up to New York. And Drive like, into the out, city. You know? Hang out in
1: traffic for 12 kidding. hours and then turn I, right back around.
2: I think I could, I've i been to New York like a few times, but mostly just to play shows. I don't really go places. Yeah, I know. Like, me too.
0: Me too. Like we – I. I don't really go anywhere unless it's for a tour, and then we took like a little trip up to Portland, and I was like, "Man, this is so much more fun than tour. Tour yeah. sucks. Yeah. This rules. Like, we could just do whatever we wanted all day. I know it you don't have to be like ah. Uh... Like I would get these little jolts of like like you know like a little terror like oh fuck we gotta get like get into the, the <laughs> time show and time it's like for okay, a load it's, in. nothing's going on like yeah it's just oh, wait, all the, well, the it was fun awesome
1: because we were down the street from Hawthorne Theater so it was severe. Flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, totally.
0: That's right. We were we were sitting over by this place near Hawthorne Theater, like eating pretzels.
1: Yeah. And Which is beer like, cheese. Pretzels are like, tight. I know. Like,
0: like a bar pretzel that's like soft with like
1: a oh, dipping yeah. and cheese and stuff, dude. So good. I mean, but yeah. you know, that's the common misconception <laughs> about tour is that it's all like fancy free and we're not, just like dude. seeing the whole world and it's, it's a, just a, not a like weird that. tour. It, yeah. Anytime
2: I've like gone on a date with somebody in the last like year, if i meet someone and they're like oh wow you travel that's so cool and i'm like i yeah it's like a catch-22 though because like i've been to a lot of places but especially if you're as neurotic as me Mm -hmm. all you're concerned about is like all right i gotta get back to the venue to make sure i have enough time to warm up because i gotta play good and i'm freaking out oh my god yeah that's pretty much you know (laughs)
0: like it is cool you know don't get me wrong it is cool you do get to see some stuff but yeah you're pretty much thinking like I got to get back and make sure my felts are all on straight. You know what I
2: mean? <laughs> I got to get those symbol felts right. Yeah. I got to get those paradiddles <laughs> clean tonight. Because dude, you I'm know? not even yeah. I'm
0: not even that much of a paranoid guy. But when it comes to the gear, like yeah, oh, I get I gotta, paranoid I, about that. I like get when the show starts, I need to be there to just look at my gear and make sure it's going to work. Like I don't like yeah. showing up. like going to eat or something and the shows started it stresses me well
1: i don't have as much gear as you guys do to malfunction but i get super paranoid about my in-ears that they're like i I will freak if my in-ears are not working perfectly like a half an hour before we're supposed to play so well
2: i've uh, (coughs) you want to know how crazy i am about that here's one set of molded in-ears my newest ones (laughs) here's a second set of molded in-ears Here's the, the third. third set of molded yeah. in ears. Only so, <laughs> three, huh? Ale-
1: yeah, yeah. I know. okay. So <laughs> I, have a,
2: I, I this this set's like my newest, nicest one. But uh, yeah, I like I freak out too if my in ears aren't right because I'm crazy weird about my mix and stuff. So like, I originally just had one and a backup set, and then at one point on a recent tour. My backup set broke, but like it was still kind of usable, but like the part of the cable like broke off inside, but it was still getting some signal. And I was like, yeah. I don't have another backup if uh-huh. these break like, yeah, so then I got another one.
0: That's why dude. I was so sick of those in-ears breaking like all the time that I was like, dude, fuck this. And I just wear these. It's yeah. super dorky oh, yeah. looking, though, you know? Looks I think it black. looks
1: kind of cool. It's a throwback. It doesn't look yeah. cool. It looks
0: stupid. <laughs> but, dude, it just sounds <laughs> dude, so it's, much it's better with these. It's like the, just the dude head. from Linkin oh, Park. Oh, really?
1: Yeah, dude. Oh, after a, your... it,
2: like, for a while, I can wear them. But after, like, more than an hour, it hurts my ears a lot. Oh,
0: really? Yeah. I don't know. These ones are real comfortable. So I Well, can then, yes. Yeah, sick.
2: For... I mean, the thing is, the part of the other reason I got these newest ones is because it's like a new design where, like, my problem with in-ears was always that my sweat, which is apparently very acidic because I've ruined a lot of... Tama <laughs> told me that my sweat must be like crazy acidic because I like ruined my bell brass. I like sweat... My sweat like eroded the clear coat and like the shell just looks so disgusting, dude. Yeah. And, it's... and I was that's like, best. can I clean this? And they were like, dude, you must have very acidic sweat because that's definitely permanent now. <laughs> I was well, like, I wouldn't
0: really take like medical advice from Tama. <laughs>
2: I don't know, man. Tam in Japan's telling me (laughs) that I messed up the clear coat, you know? They know. No, but the main thing is, like, it it has to be, like, somewhat true because within ears, too, what happens is, like, the sweat, it, like, would get into the sockets of, like, where the cabling is and, like, it would erode the metal enough where that would, like, break off inside. And that was really the only thing that was breaking a lot. That's... Yeah, so this one has like a new cable design, and so far they've been holding up good. Maybe
0: I should get some of those because, like, I had the ultimate ears. I, I, dude, I've had them repaired, I think, three times. Yeah. And I, I'm just like, you know what, man? I'm kind of sick of sin. Send, I sending love these my ultimate in. ears. I yeah, can't believe mine like are cool, great. If, but, I mean, this, these sound so much better, they, though. Like, they it do just sound sounds fucking yeah. legit. Especially, uh, the Vic Firth ones sound absolutely horrible but these ones sound great what are those ones direct sound huh
2: direct sound direct shout out sound to direct which shout
1: sound. out to them they gave us a bunch sound. of headphones for this podcast Damn. so yeah.
2: tell them to hook me up i'll try them out you know they'll definitely hook you they up they
1: will definitely probably but dude, they sound so try out. sick
0: and they're fucking because they most of these like uh you know drumming kind of over the ear headphones like these they don't sound very good like they don't have a lot of low end and stuff but these sound actually really they good. sound amazing so. i
1: use them to track now they're great. Oh totally. If I
0: go track like out of state or whatever, I'm, I bring them straight up. After that, dude, because I did that when I did the Whitechapel session, dude, I didn't bring them, and yeah. I was like, oh fuck, like Mark, what do you, you know, what do you got for head, for headphones? And he's like, oh, I don't know, and it's like, it sucked so bad. I mean, it it almost like ruined the the session for me, to be honest with you. Like I, damn, because I'm just so used to having that amount of like isolation. Yeah. I was just using like some Sony's or some shit, and oh, yeah. it's like I had to have it so freaking loud to hear, you know what I mean? Because yeah. uh, like the room was loud and stuff. It was yeah, it was not yeah. These, sick.
1: these are like super isolating yeah. compared to a yeah. lot of yeah. so-called isolating headphones I've yeah. used. Yeah, but these the molded
0: great. ones are sick too. So
2: yeah, the I mean, if you ha- if your molds seal well, then it's pretty dope for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, I miss my. Yeah. Well,
1: I also think, like, for me, I can't wear any in-ears that are not molded. I move around too much on stage. Like, anything else will fall out. I used yeah. some, some regular headphones the first couple of times that I used in-ears, and I just threw them out in the middle of our set. Like, I couldn't fuck with them at all. Yeah. Molded is the way to go, I think, if you're a vocalist, especially. Yeah.
2: I mean, totally. I think, in general, they're pretty rad. It's just for drummers with sweat. Like, I think the thing with, like, headphones like that... I would probably wear those more like during my normal practice, just yeah, so yeah. I don't risk breaking my in-ears all there the you time, go. you know? You you um, Cause that shit is expensive. And also like you said, it's just a pain in the ass to have to like, dude, I, I've probably mailed in in-ears to be repaired. Like, I don't know, like mm-hmm. probably over 20 times in the okay. last like five so three years. Three is you know? like, you just know, nothing. Three is like whack.
1: But just here's choke, choke. what I'll say about my ultimate ears is that I also would take them into the sauna for like a year straight and wear them in the sauna. I go for long sauna periods. I like to stay in for an hour and they still work. So, I mean, God. I mean, I haven't good. had to send them that's in. Good. Maybe I have non-corrosive so <laughs> sweat. and So that's maybe, why.
0: yeah, maybe, um, maybe it's just me. You know, and I'm, and I've, well, got, I've got me ultimate too, ears yeah. all wrong.
1: It's drummers, I think, is yeah. the problem.
0: I'll check out that. Generally. 19, those are 1964, right?
2: Yeah, I think now uh, they're just called 64 audio. But um, yeah, like on their site, all their newer models have this new cable design. And uh, it's it's got this like kind of recessed kind of socket where it's a different pin input too. It can't really even break off the same way as the old ones. So. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it continues to work right, because well, in your talk. Well, I was
1: going to tell that. you an in, in your story because I'm curious what you would do in this situation. So we went okay. to Mexico. We were playing a festival, right? We were about to go on and I had to pee. I use uh, a wireless pack. Yeah. So I pulled my pants down and went to pee and my pack fell into the the porta potty <sighs> And I stuck my hand into that shit and I pulled it out like it was disgusting, right? Did it still work? No. Oh, and it, it was like it. a minute before the set. They I mean, had it was another fucking pack, though. crazy. They had a pack
0: on stage and they just like. But I
1: was it. freaking out, yeah. man. It was like one of the most horrific no on stage moments I've put had. I in
0: there. I was like, no. I, I didn't know what else to do because I I, it's guy. like
1: it's so expensive. It's so like integral to me playing live, especially at a festival where I can't hear shit. We had sound checked. So yeah. the monitors were off. We tell them to turn my monitor off. So I was freaking the fuck out, and I just <clears> I went in and grabbed it. But in a
0: porta potty. Yeah. yeah and I brought gnarly. it
1: back to the United States. I don't know if that's even legal. <laughs> I, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Actually, I don't know if you can take. Like, I mean, it's it was in the fecal the, matter. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> taking it fecal horrible. matter
2: across across borders
1: no, I don't know if that's borders, so.
0: it's definitely yeah. not now with Corona and <laughs> yeah stuff. definitely not definitely now not. So, yeah.
2: I'd probably do the same shit though to be honest well actually it depends I guess on how bad we're <laughs> talking here yeah that and also you know as a drummer I'm not like moving around I can be plugged in right um, I do really like being on a wireless pack. I'm I'm on a wireless pack with Whitechapel. Yeah. Should
0: I do that? Should I get a wireless? You definitely
1: Dude, should. It's so much I've better. I've already been wired. Our our team. guitar players will play wired, and I'm like, or, or bassist, like, what the fuck are you doing? Playing wired.
2: Evan always wired? did, uh, even when he was on in-ears and the faceless, Evan always had a... Uh, a wire. He had, like, a loom that he made. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Because you if, know, you're, he, if he your does.
0: instrument has a wire, then why have...
1: Uh, that That'd is a thing. If you and go wireless uh, in ears, you have to go wireless instrument. If you're yeah. a string, and then yeah.
0: you got fucking two
2: wireless things. It's yeah, soft. but it's dude, that's it's it's sick, dude. Like even me being on <laughs> a sick. wireless, like I love it. Yeah, because you, you, you can the, hear up,
1: everything up, yeah. off stage. It's, it's fucking yeah, exactly.
2: Awesome. Like you know, before the show, and see with Whitechapel, like the real benefit too is like, Hey, uh-uh. I can do dumb stuff like stand up whenever. And I don't have to worry about a cable, like in yeah, between yeah. a song, I can be like, yeah, I'm cool. You know? <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. And then also, uh, front of house, Brandon Cagle, their guy. Um, so he's at front of house. Right. And he has a mic and he can talk into that mic and we can all hear him in our ears yeah. wherever we are. So like a lot of the times, you know, that's important for us to all be able to hear him to know like what's about to happen or when we're about to start, you know, and that kind of thing. Um, Or just in general, like, I guess theoretically, like once I sit down at the kit, if I was on a wire, I could still hear him. But, you know, being able to like hear what's going on and what's about to happen uh, before I go behind the drum kit is really nice. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It
0: is weird. Like if something goes wrong, I'll have to like unplug my shit really quick and like run out yeah. in front of the kit and I don't, yeah it's a little bit weird being all like detached from yeah. the yeah. audio it is so. nice yeah
1: it's a nice extra all right
0: yeah. i don't know probably not gonna get one because i'm not gonna spend <laughs> like 500 bucks on it or whatever you well, really one should.
2: time one time uh two of the guys in good tiger they were supposed to like bring wireless units from i don't remember we were going from the u.s to europe and they were supposed to i don't know basically we ended up they forgot like the receivers and we got my mom to like overnight them to europe which was like crazy expensive Uh, how how much was that oh my god it it was like five hundred dollars and and then they got stuck in customs and we had to leave so we didn't even get them and we ended up having to rent some which cost even more so the whole debacle was very expensive. um for sure oh forget stuff you know when
1: when you guys started good tiger i was like that was one thing i thought of i was like oh my god it's gonna cost them so much money to tour plane tickets oh my god it didn't
2: it didn't really though because like we toured the like we toured in europe about as much as the u.s so it just meant buying less flights whenever we went to one place or the other that's a good
1: point that's a good point so it was like, like
0: how many people lived in they lived in the uk right
2: a couple people Three of them lived in the UK and two of us lived here. And then towards the end, three of us lived here and two of them lived there.
1: And so you and Elliot lived close enough together that you could probably drive to each other, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's that's a total bonus. I didn't even and think And towards
2: of that. the end of my time in the band, Des lived within like an hour of Me Too. He moved oh, wow. to the US uh, with his now wife, but fiance at the time. And uh, they lived in D.C., So, yeah, Yeah. I mean, it was really like, instead of spending a bunch of money on flights one way to Europe, it's just like spending less money each time, you know? That's That's true. true. Um, And it was kind of dope that we had, we basically had identical rigs. And it also meant like, because some of them lived in Europe, like we had places to store gear. So I had like a whole kit there. I had symbols there. That's sick. Yeah. I didn't have to rent anything whenever we went to Europe. That is awesome so that was really nice actually Um, just to know that like you're going to fly to Europe and already have all your stuff super comfortable you know like
1: and it's your stuff it's not going to be like some mismatched kit that's yeah
2: so
0: they're still uh, playing without you
2: I know they did a new album um, but I don't know if they which is pretty rad by the way I've listened to some of it and it's pretty sick it's definitely more the direction that like like they wanted to go in um, which is, like, not really what we originally set out to do so much. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't really know where they are at with, like, playing shows, and obviously right now I don't think they're, We know where they're at. They're not playing yeah, shows. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. not happening. Um, but, yeah, JP, okay. Bouvet, J.P. Bouvet played drums on the album. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's pretty rad. So, nice. yeah, check it out sometime. But, yeah, it's yeah, – uh, Check it out. Yeah, I mean, it's it kind of, like, it breaks my heart a little bit because, like, I did really value, like, doing that band. It was, like, my own band, but it just got to a point where, like, it wasn't going to be, like, a thing that I could do as, like, a viable monetary kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know? Just and, because uh,
0: the band was new and had a lot, like, a long ways to go growth-wise or because...
2: Yeah, it wasn't really growing like we wanted and, and kind of, like everyone was kind of in a position where they didn't care anymore. They were kind of like, well, we all have other things we do for money as well. And I was kind of the only one that was like, I really put all my eggs into this basket of like being a performer. And like, I was turning down paying gigs to go on tour and lose money, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just got eventually, you know, I did turn down some gigs at the beginning, but I, I finally got to a point when it, definitely started feeling like it wasn't going to keep growing the way we all wanted it to. And people kind of seemed less interested in even trying to make that happen. Like they seemed content with where it was at. I was just kind of like, man, I don't know if I can keep like turning down paying gigs to, to do this, you know? Um, and also man, like they were also all fine with like, uh, touring in a van and stuff. And I, I'm okay with people being down to tour in a van and I'll do some stuff in a van, but I'm not even going to lie, dog. I am a little (laughs) bitch. I don't want to tour in a van anymore. I don't. Uh, I'm just a little punk ass bitch about that stuff. I like my sleep. You know, Uh, it's, it's just hard on my mental and physical health, especially mental health though. Like being sleep deprived in a van is some people I think are better at it than others. I will gladly wear, you know, the label of, being lame for feeling that way, but you know. I'm a champion van touring. I'm really artist. good at yeah. I'm
1: really good at van touring as well. Yeah. I tried
0: to. I've done thirty plus van tours,
2: dude. That's a lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Actually, <laughs> yeah. I counted thirty when, when I joined Animals.
1: Oh, so now you've done so at you've, least probably yeah. fifty.
2: Yeah. yeah. So yeah. In other words, you're the most professional van tour ever. Yeah. 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 Naveen
1: is very good at touring in a van. Like oh, you, dude, I'm you're sick. also you. I'm sick with it. Naveen drives every night. Like, yeah. Naveen is an expert at wanting to save money in the whole touring thing. So in yeah. the long run, it helps us make dude, more money. Big,
0: it makes a oh, huge dude. difference at the end of tour mm-hmm. if you...
2: If you can go out in a van and stand it, I mean, I still sucks, remember... It sucks,
0: though. It sucks. Huh? I mean, I think it's, Chaney and I right now, we decided today we're going to save up and fucking buy a six Sprinter. What
2: up? Yeah, we're going to build
1: out a Sprinter. Yeah
2: yeah sprinters are cool i did sprinters a lot with the faceless and i never minded that you know just like knowing that you have a place to go and lay down in and like get some rest is what's most important to me and i tried to deck out the good tiger van the best i could when i was with them like I built these like wooden things that went in the gutter area, like the, yeah. the little hallway part. I gotcha. So like that way it made it like flush with the seat so your your feet had something to be up on. Yeah. And I ran like extension cords to every bench so like everyone could have like charging and stuff. And that's
1: the shit. Yeah.
2: I tried to make it cool. Um so it definitely was like better than yeah. some situations I've still been. Still a in, van though. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I would still do a van for certain things I just I don't know if I would want to do it indefinitely like I'll put it this way all the touring I've done with Whitechapel has been my favorite touring ever you know yeah, not a van. Um, yeah not in a van I'm able to like <laughs> yeah. get sleep not feel like shit uh even have like food more readily available and stuff like yeah it just really improved my entire like because there were definitely points in the last 10 years where I didn't want to do this anymore and when I go out with Whitechapel and I actually have like a little bit more comfort, I'm like, man, I, I do want to do this and I actually enjoy it and it makes the show better and it makes everything better. And yeah, you know, so I'm not saying I would never do it again, but it just would have to, it would just depend on the situation and and stuff like that. Well, I totally Um,
1: agree with you. It's like for us, I think that something that has worked really well for us in the van setting is that, everyone we've been in a band with or that we've taken out to work with us, we've all been kind of on the same exact agenda. Like no Mm -hmm. one's trying to party super hard. Everyone is down to leave right after the show to go to a Planet Fitness to like, just we're all down to be on the schedule and that has contributed greatly to us being able to continue to tour in a van. Like we, we take out a cooler and everyone is down to buy food to put in the cooler and that's how we eat. And it's like, Because of that, I could see that how if we were in a band with maybe someone who liked to party a ton or like just wasn't on the same wavelength as us, it wouldn't work as well. Yeah. Because that's a total thing. It's like sometimes you're in, you're touring with people who you might not like be syncing up with as far as lifestyle goes. And that's cool if you don't rely on them to like make all the choices as to what you're going to do in a day.
2: Yeah, so. absolutely. It it really does depend on who you're with, you know, for sure. I mean, you know, I had, I don't think he particularly enjoyed it that much just because of the turnout at those shows. But the van tour I did with Evan Brewer and Brandon Giffen, that was a lot of fun. But it was also because there was only three of us. Yeah, we yeah. didn't have a
0: trailer. Yeah, yeah we like, did, because uh, we would usually just tour for the four of us in it. So yeah. It's like, and that, that was amazing. Each person had a bench or whatever, you know, and it's yeah. like the last few tours we did were like, Super slick. But as dude. for
1: Evan, it's like I always felt bad for him because he's so fucking tall that there's yeah. no way it can be yeah. comfortable to sleep uh, on a bench. For me, it's oh, like a, I'm 5'2". It's kind of chill. Yeah. Like
0: yeah. It, well, yeah that, that must have been pretty fun, though, doing that Evan Brewer tour. Yeah, we tour. drove, oh,
2: dude, we drove down sick, to man. see you, man. It, I know. It yeah. was just fun. Yeah. I, I, It was cool to, like, have only having three people in a van, not having a trailer, Cause we had all the gear in the van with us. Like that's pretty clean, dude. Dude. It was rad. Like we still had two benches too. We had two benches, all the gear behind the two benches and uh, you know, but I, you can't do that with most situations, you know? So, um, and that's the thing, like, I think as soon as, you know, good tiger, we normally had, it was the five of us and then we'd at least have one other person usually to and once you get up to like seven plus people in the van, it gets to be. Dude, sturdy. fuck that. Dude, fuck that. We did a
1: tour. It was Animals, Animals First Headliner. It was the three of them. I did merch. Uh, Steve Jones came out to film. Yeah. Zach, what's his last name? He was doing sound. So yeah. that's how many people are we at now? We're it at was six nine people. Kalella, people. Evan Brewer was riding in the van with us. I guess
0: he was opening solo. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It was yeah.
1: fucking crazy having to I try saw you to all operate. In that tour. Yeah. I mean, I can't even really remember it how shot we were because yeah, I was sick. having fun. It was super fun. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was kind of <laughs> rough. And it was in the that's, middle of summer.
2: That's how, like, oh man. Yeah, see, that's like the, the first trip I did with Whitechapel to Europe. The bus we were on, the AC didn't work, and it was like the whole summer. It was like the summer, and the AC was really messed up. On a
0: bus, that is actually way worse. That's like life-threatening. Because on a van, you can crack the window. When Animosity did a tour with Converge in Europe, that was the first time I went to Europe, and the AC went out like just for like a couple days. Yeah. And dude, it was like I would just wake up in the morning and just run out as fast as I could outside because it was. It gets. Was it a double? Decker situation.
2: Yeah. Wait, yeah. was it? Cause no, I it don't would think just it was. be so fucking hot. You weren't, you weren't hot, on a double dude.
1: decker in Europe?
2: No, I think, yeah, the first, that first trip we didn't, it was not a double decker in Europe. The That's second weird. time I went with them was, but honestly, like, even though it was really hot some nights, I still seemed to sleep pretty good. And we got it fixed at one point, but it wasn't quite right. Still. Um, But it was a very sweaty, you know, time. But I I enjoyed that (laughs) whole tour so much. I didn't, you know, it's like I was kind of more tired and groggy than I had been on any of the other tours I'd done with them so far. But like, which I think I'd only done like one other one at that point. But I still enjoyed it so much, like, because they were just the craziest shows I've ever done in my life. That's
1: awesome, man. It sounds like you're really happy playing with Whitechapel.
2: I do really like them as human beings and the musically. They're, so they're I,
1: really yeah, nice guys.
2: They are, they are sweethearts and they seem to, you know, they give me a hard time a lot. They've because they, they, they know me now, you know, and they know how like neurotic I can be and stuff, but it's always with love and uh, we all seem to get along pretty well. So yeah. I, I plan on continuing with them as, as long as they'll have me. So, yeah, yeah I awesome. always
1: thought
0: that you'd be a good fit. For the
2: band.
1: I know. It's like thank when you. they uh or when you like kind of started touring with them, to me, that's like a very obvious choice for them because you're such you have such a solid fucking backbone for that kind of band. Like you're the perfect thank you, fit.
2: Dang. Well, you honor me. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I
1: mean, I mean, I mean it, man. Yeah, dude, I think oh, that you're you. a great fit for Whitechapel. And it was really awesome seeing you live with them because, dude. Naveen and I have seen you play with a ton of bands. I mean, you know, you know, we've seen you play with a lot of stuff and I think that you fit with white chapel just very perfectly. And you, you you seem happy, which is,
2: I, I enjoy it a lot. Like that was the other downer man about this year is just, I was stoked to keep doing stuff with them on tour. You know, like Uh, you're kind of just
0: getting like, yes, I've fucking arrived, dude. I'm just fucking sick That's kind of how it felt. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So then to have it stop was like, kind of like, ah, man, like, I don't know. And I, I also kind of felt like I was just starting to get like, this might sound crazy, but like the metal, like the extreme stuff, you know, not that all of Whitechapel stuff is extreme, but there definitely are parts that are very tech, you know? Um, and it's like, I felt like I was kind of just getting some of that back to where I felt as confident with it as I did in the faceless. Cause that was definitely like, I felt like my peak of tech, you yeah, know? Definitely. Yeah. You dude, killed that it. shit was crazy. So crazy. Yeah, you oh my fucking God. Murdered, man. <laughs> but I, I've never, it's, it's not that I think I've played like super bad at any point with Whitechapel, but I just, it's always felt a little bit harder on some of those parts. I think I also just play very differently than I did back then. I hit a lot harder yeah, totally. for sure. Definitely. And I don't know. I don't seem to really know how to like turn that off. You know, like I can't just like, rain it in and hit way lighter anymore. Why I should know. you though? Know? yeah. I mean, just, yeah, I mean that, just to save energy, I guess. I don't know, wearing myself out, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. That don't that, that particular
1: to. band yeah. kind of calls for it though. I mean that's Chapel? Like, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, you yeah, mean you hitting harder? Hit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You want to hit yeah. hard
1: if you're playing in fucking Whitechapel. Like I mean I, I mean, could, yeah, I could I understand it. In...
2: Those few parts that are crazy fast I'm like, oh yeah because yeah, I'm like yeah. trying to keep the velocity super high. <laughs> you know? But, yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm all about hitting the drums hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's to sound all sick. You know? It does uh, sound sick when
0: you hit the dude, drums hard. I God agree with that. I know. Sure. Damn, it sounds so sick.
2: Yeah. <laughs> makes so, me want to go get some dope snare drums and just hit them, you know? Yeah. So your days a bunch over there. are
0: like, you just play drums? Or like, what's what's a Rudy day? This
2: month, like? I've pretty much been just playing drums and looking at houses and stuff. That's um, sick. Because you're doing a yeah. Patreon now too, right? Patreon. Yeah, I have the Patreon going on. How's it and going? And has been good. It, it's actually, like, at... I mean, I'd love for more people to sign up,
0: but... Yeah, well, after this podcast, there's going to be probably one, two million more people.
3: <laughs> one, through. two million? Oh, yeah, yeah, two yeah million, million. Right? We have a large on, a following. Like, we got a big audience <laughs> here.
2: <so. laughs> no, I, I mean, it hit... I, I got it to, like, the goal that I wanted to have it at, um, which, I mean, I don't mind sharing. I don't know if that's on my patreon publicly but my goal was to get it to like 500 dollars a month um just because then it would like contribute to like a mortgage payment yeah, yeah. when that's i buy sick, a house dude. so that's smart sick.
1: that's very smart of you yeah i like that thank you
2: you yeah, know so that was my goal with that um nice. and and it's it's there so you know if more people sign up i'm down but i'm also just down to you know if no one else signs up or if it just kind of stays in that general area, that's okay with me too. I, I didn't ever plan on making it like, you know, my most full-time thing, but you know, the other reason I do really like it though, is that it's like this small community of people and it's private. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. And it's kind of fun. Cause I can like ask questions or post stuff there for those people that I might not post elsewhere, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, like the other day I was messing around with some other brand of pedals and just messing around with it for fun. But like, you know, out of respect to trick because I endorse their pedals, I wouldn't post about that on Instagram, you know, just cause I don't want people yeah, to get yeah. the wrong idea and stuff. Like, but at the same time, like I'm a nerd and I like to mess around with different gears sometimes, you know, yeah. it doesn't mean I'm never going to use the thing I endorse anymore. Or anything like <clears throat> yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Cause, cause still... if you
0: do do that, it's like, Oh shit! He stopped using, you know, whatever such and such. That's it. Yeah, you know? it's yeah. like no. I just wanted to try. This yeah, real I just quick, wanted to man. fuck
2: around with some shit. Give me a yeah. break, you know.
0: Like I've always wanted that JoJo Mayer okay. sonar pedal. Yeah, you know what
2: I'm talking about. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about,
0: dude. That pedal is so fucking cool. Yeah, and it's just a single pedal. Like I've almost bought one a bunch of times, and I'm just dude. like, well, I don't even know if I could, if I could post me playing it and i don't know but
2: that thing is so sick though you know what's funny too is that like with tama i have you know posted a few things using other non-tama stuff like i used a, a trick snare drum in a video because i endorse trick pedals so like you know and i i asked them and that's the thing with tama is like they're so it's like if you communicate with them, they seem to be pretty open to just about whatever. Yeah. But like just the fact that they are that way and that they're that respectful makes me not want to do it because I'm I like, know, ah, but they, they they take such right. good care of me and they're such a great company. I don't want to disrespect them in any way. That's exactly you know, how, like,
0: how I feel about all the companies that endorse me. I'm just like, well, for yeah. some reason they're down
2: for me, so I'm not going to fuck this up. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, But uh, that's the one cool thing about like a, a Patreon is that I can go mm-hmm. and like – you know, it's it's just like this 40 or 50 people that are like just here. It's a private thing and I can just post some stuff like that, that those people, especially out of anyone that follows my work, it's those people that probably are interested in that stuff because they're yeah, like the yeah. more nerdy people that are following me. Totally. Um, totally. Which isn't a bad thing. I'm a nerd. That's I think our, in- friend-, we're, we're I think all our nerds. friend is subscribed. To your yeah, picture. our friend
1: is subscribed to both you and Anupi told us about it. Oh, who? And, and his name's yeah. Lucas Van Vildhuizen. Oh yeah. yeah,
2: I know who that is. Yeah, okay, yeah that's yeah.
1: he's a a dear friend of yeah. mine. He's from yeah. Des Moines yeah, he's as well. Yeah, he's sick. Well, yeah. shout he's out sick. to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Lucas is yeah. the best. He's a fucking sick drummer too. He's
0: from Iowa. Yeah, just said that. But.
1: Yeah, you know I, Dustin, right? Dustin yeah. Miller. Yeah. He's yeah. a good friend of Dustin's. Yeah. Okay. He, cool. he played drums in that like I Human band that Dustin did way back in the day. I don't know if you remember, but
2: I don't off the top of my head, but I might if Dustin sent me something or
1: something. Yeah. dude, he I has sure the
0: sickest electronic drum set lucas does dustin lucas dustin
1: used to though because dustin had those Roland te- heads, the mesh heads uh, yeah. man he's yeah, he's lucas been on is that is shit forever lucas, lucas has is the better, roland
0: though. one with like the full on like it's crazy and he spent like he said he spent like i don't know a month or something just setting it up like so it's <laughs> so legit and like all the cables coming off of it are all totally perfect like dude you would like get a boner if you saw like dude, it, and, I and love his, it. Room, his room is like, dude, his room is just like completely spotlessly clean, clean. and then it's like the most badass e kit, and it's everything is totally perfect, all the settings, all the cables, and then it just goes over to like the most clean, like PC gaming. Well, he also has thing. like the uh, sickest dude, keyboard ever.
1: Yeah, it's legit. That <laughs> that on the keyboard he has it set up so it's just all guitar. Stuff like similar to what a noob does, you know, how a noob okay, takes yeah. guitar and, and cuts it. Uh, yeah. Lucas has that all on a keyboard, so you can just walk into his room and fucking jam out metal, like, and it's yeah. the cleanest room ever. I it's, love it.
0: It's badass. That's so It tight. actually uh. inspired us to clean up our house a little bit, because like, we stayed, they live up in Portland now, and so or near Portland, and we stayed with them, and when we got home, we were like, dude, their house is so clean, we yeah. gotta, like, figure this shit out, but uh, yeah. I'm just not a super clean person, so...
2: Dude, I, I I'm
0: clean. I'm just not the most organized, like yeah.
2: I'm organized, but maybe not like like I don't dust all the time or vacuum <laughs> as much as I should, yeah. you know, like but yeah. I, I'm definitely down with the organization. Um, you strike I,
1: me as someone who who is very organized.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely organized, just not like the kind of cleaning where like, you know, like I said, I just don't.
1: I did an Alex rooting
2: your
0: level thing uh, recently. Yeah, what you do? Dude, so I I hit up Tama and I ordered all new like symbol components for every single stand that I have. So I got a new little screw thing and the felts and the little double because I was like, man, these are so fucked up. Like, you know how you have to like (laughs) spin the symbol to get it the right angle? Yeah. I was (laughs) like, Alex wouldn't do that. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I got like... I I was like, Alex
2: wouldn't do that, dude. I have like... uh, Here, let me see if I can... (laughs) There's a bin underneath (laughs) me. I have all my bins like organized. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Also, that's what I'm saying. Hold on. So I was like, I'm gonna fucking
0: order, and I just ordered like all every single stand plus then some. So I I have like a whole box full of like brand new symbol.
2: I put this over here.
0: Yeah, I knew, I I knew it, dude. I knew it. I have
2: hella bins in my basement that all have like. Uh, they're all like using an actual. That was actually Whitechapel's. That was when they knew how neurotic I was because they showed up. I showed up the first store and I had like uh, my drum rack. Every like mm-hmm. clamp on the drum rack had uh, like a label made with a label maker, like super legit. Oh, yeah. Like left That's splash. Psychotic. You know <laughs> That's sick though.
1: It is Yo, sick. It That's the thing. Yeah. Dude,
2: hold on. That's
0: because right you're showing here. up to win, dude. You That's are. That's what, dude.
2: I, mean, I also, one. I want my life to be easy on tour, you know. Which so is important. I, in this bin, there's like thirty of these. You know, this one large <laughs> memory locks. You What's know? a memory so lock? Like, is that what Naveen like was just talking about? A memory lock. It's like a for a, a thing. You oh, okay. know.
1: Oh or yeah, a, I know those. Yeah.
2: So, dude, which so, scr- which wing nut do you prefer? Because I got the, my favorite one. Let me. Uh, I have a wing nut thing in here. Let
0: me see if you're wrong or not.
1: I can't get to it. Without, like, taking off my headphones and shit. Um, oh, wow, that's when you need your wireless, dude. I know. You if I was just on a that. wireless right now, everything yeah. would be better. Exactly. Oh, you're no, you're demonstrating.
0: <laughs> I have a feeling it's not going to be the one that I like. I'm just getting this feeling here.
2: Symbol wing
1: nuts and sleeves. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing. I wish that I was that organized, but I'm not. Um, I like, I don't know if I have, I definitely don't
2: like these ones.
0: Those don't, they they don't, if you hit, if you're a hard hitter, those aren't going to, those aren't going to cut. Yeah.
2: So like the little, the, the normal one, I don't even know if the black one, that's
0: like a little circular one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got like, I I ordered like 20 of
1: those.
2: Yeah. That's, that's all you need, man. That's the one. (coughs) I'm like, I want those. Are you
1: drinking wine? I'm drinking IPA. Oh, it looked like wine. Mystic Haze. No, I I love wine. I would prefer to be drinking wine. It's just in a
0: wine glass. Yeah. That's tight. I respect that. I'm
1: very classy. But
0: yeah, I was like, dang, I'm having an Alex moment here on his worst dude, day honest. ever.
2: Well, I like how ever since I met you, whenever you do something nerdy in the last ten years, you're like, dude, I pulled a Rudy. Uh,
1: <laughs> you also have a very clean, like, uh, pre-show practice pad setup. I I saw your setup and I was like, holy yeah, shit, this is some professional.
0: I know. I Damn, never got you. that practice I, pad that you have, but I've always wanted to get one.
2: Oh, the uh, uh, yeah. the reflex pad or the e-pad. E-pad. Yeah, I still have an e-pad. I use the Reflex pad more now. Uh, Mainly just because the e-pad, like, the last time I bought one, uh, I didn't get it for, like, four months. Like, the dude, like, and I I hit him up, and it's like, he finally sent it to me, and he sent me, like, this extra pad. He was like, sorry for the delay. And I was like, not only was it a delay, but I just didn't – you didn't even communicate with me. You just, like, took my money, and then I didn't hear from you for, like, four months, like – that's not legit. Yeah, it bumped me <laughs> out. But I do think yeah. it was, I don't even know if it's still a company anymore. It's just the one dude. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, the reflex pads are pretty cool too. That's what yeah, I use. It's most kind of the, of the same time.
0: thing, right? They're similar situation. Yeah,
2: they, they're like the le- lesser rebound pad, you know? Mm. Um, but yeah, man, I, I definitely still do my nerdy warm up. Um, yeah. Dude, if I did that, I'd be so much better at drums.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you how much better at drums you feel like you are because you do that stuff.
2: Uh, I definitely don't even think I could, like, sit down at a kit and play the same way as I could, you know, after I've done my warm-up. Like, it definitely, like, allows you to come out swinging, you know? Um, Whether that's entirely physical or partially mental, too. That's what I was going
1: to ask. Is that more of a neurotic thing because I I don't know I I think it's
2: probably I think it's probably both but I definitely think there's definitely a physical aspect to it but for me it also is for sure a mental thing like Mm -hmm. it allows me to just kind of like get in that mindset of being like focused on what's in front of me and what I'm doing and and drums you know and it kind of gets my mind more in tune with my body like I'm not saying I might never be able to like sit down and and just play whatever set of material I need to play on tour. But you know, there are also nights where like I start my warm up and my hands and my whole body really just already feel good. I I already feel kind of loose for whatever reason, but then there are nights where I sit down and everything feels tight. And it's like, that's when it matters more physically. And I still always do it either way, but it's just like, I don't know. It allows you to like get a feel for like what your body's reacting like before you actually go on stage and do it in front of people. Absolutely. When you're when you're on tour, do you
1: work out a lot?
2: No, I used to. And now I don't at all when I'm on tour. Is that uh, purposeful? Yes. Mainly because the thing is, I feel like now that I'm doing chapel, like because if we're in a bus, I know I'm going to be able to get more sleep. I think I, I might be able to swing it. Um, but whenever I would before that, I would like play a show and work out and then, you know, go out in a van and like, get like four hours of restless sleep after having squatted. Yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. I just feel like <laughs> fucking shit the whole next day, you know, yeah. like my entire body aches and oh, I'm always. just, and then I end up getting sick cause your immune systems run down. You haven't had proper recovery. So I pretty much just stopped ever working out on tour. Like it was, I was just like, all right, I'm just going to focus on the show and getting rest
0: you know sounds like an excuse to me dude
1: I know well you might be right I think that everyone's different (laughs) I think that everyone's different but for me I will say (laughs) that the tours that I've worked out like constantly I get I don't get sick and for me that's a real problem because it's like if I get sick I'm fucked and I get so insecure if I'm sick I'm like I shouldn't even be playing this show it's not like a good so I try to work out all the time because of that but you know, it could be I mean, everyone's different. It's
0: really for me the winter. I get sick in the winter and then in the summer I'm good to go. I don't yeah. know what it is.
2: Just I I always get sick on every fucking winter tour, man. Did I get sick on a Whitechapel tour? I think I got a cold on the tour we did with Atreyu, but other than that, I haven't Basically, up until then, like, every tour I've ever done not working out, I haven't gotten sick. Wow. Um, hey, what do you think of this, dude? dude, that's such a cute cat. I know, she's, she's so cute. cute. She's very cute. Oh, my God,
1: can I have her? No. Oh, she Please? loves me. She she's... loves me, too. Yeah, she loves Naveen. She crawls <laughs> onto oh, him every man. morning.
2: I want a cat. I want a dog really bad, but it hasn't yeah. made sense for me to really have a dog with touring, you know? But Yeah. I know,
0: that's the thing. We don't really know what we're going to do with her when we go on tour.
1: Yeah, I just <laughs> got her. Well, Naveen was like gone tracking. He did J- JFAC a few weeks ago, or I guess it's a few oh, months dude, ago. Oh, dude, that's sick. I point. can't wait
0: to hear that. Yeah, man. It was a good time. Hell yeah. Hanging out with uh, Jason. Hell Jason's yeah. How'd it tight. go, man? It was fun, dude. Like, uh, Jason's sick. That guy rules. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, it was just me and
2: him. Like, that was that was it. So That's tight.
1: Have you tracked with Jason before?
2: I tracked uh, one album with Jason. I did like a session job with him, and that's also when I was down there. We did this like cover of a Rick and Morty theme song thing. Oh yep. yeah,
1: I t- I forgot about that. I yeah, forgot. that was, we yeah. were talking. To that was about amazing,
2: that. dude. Dude, way, I was so happy was like, they actually used it. I couldn't even believe it. Dude, that's so, like I mean,
1: that's amazing. Coolest
2: fucking thing. <laughs> that's ever, so
1: cool. Dude. That's the coolest thing you'll ever do. <laughs> you that's right, the, right, that's
0: right. the closest <laughs> I've ever been of being jealous of somebody damn really
1: he said that when it happened
2: too when it happened he was like i'm so i'm jealous like damn i'm so honored yeah i was
0: like that motherfucker's drumming is on a rick and morty episode dude
2: fuck man well come on dude i you know i think it's i think it makes sense though for you to be finally jealous of one thing i did because my entire career has been like me being (laughs) jealous of your shit you know i'm like (laughs) I try to get the animals gig after you. It doesn't work out. You got it the first time. Like, there's thank been a bunch you, of shit, but it's funny. No, it's totally yeah. funny. No, it's And I wasn't like, like I wasn't
0: actually. like, oh damn. It's just, it was like, all right, man. That, that's crazy, dude. That's sick. That's sick. I want that. I want that. Sick. I want to do that.
1: Sick. Yeah. I mean, that was amazing. Yeah, Because well, yeah. you got, yeah.
0: you were like, couts out of the bag, dude. Like, I was like. <laughs>
1: What? Dude, is that was Yeah,
0: I'll never forget, dude. The post and it was it's, like, it's actually amazing. out of the bag. We're no, on Rick and Morty. I was like, what?
1: The no, fuck? Naveen has never been jealous of anyone doing anything. Like nothing. But that time, it was like, I'm so jealous of Alex. This is bullshit. Wow. Jealousy. thank you i mean they just used it in
2: the outro credits but i was still so stoked. that's
1: amazing dude, come yeah, on dude you're on fucking cartoon network adult and swim. it's actually an it's in
2: it's a it's an episode i really like too so i was like sick hell yeah i, know. I can't remember is it? Which, episode yeah, it was. which episode it's is it? uh is it morty's mind benders i think it's since season three yeah I think it's like season three, episode eight. I can't remember. It, I think I have, they
0: just put Rick and Morty on. Netflix. Yeah, I have it. I literally Amazon. have it like on my other monitor. Amazon, Hold man. on, Hulu. I'll just look real quick. Oh, you're
2: just it on loop. Real Hulu, quick.
1: that's it. Yeah, that's where well, Rick no, and Morty I is. have it on.
2: I have HBO Max. I don't pay for it. Don't worry, it's my friend's account. So Let's I hope see. HBO never sees this. But uh, they watch, dude. No, I'm just kidding. No,
0: we're we're <laughs> talking to them about syndication. Yeah.
1: HBO yeah, is looking Morty's, to sponsor
0: us. Morty's Mind Blowers, season three, episode eight. I don't know the name. I need to. I need to
2: know what happens in the episode. Yeah. It's uh, the one where like Morty and Rick are. It's kind of like what they did instead of interdimensional cable, where like Morty uh, gets his memories removed by Rick. So they're like going through all of them. Like they put that thing on the helmet, and it gives them like a flashback of like other stuff he's done.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: I don't know it. I have to I see it. Remember. I don't know, it's not ringing bells. Yeah, we we, should, like go the go we should go expansion. rewatch it. Yeah. We watch Rick and Morty as it comes out, but we haven't really revisited it very much.
2: Oh damn, really? That's crazy. Yeah. I've I never, love me some Rick and Morty. It's
1: a great show. Yeah. I've awesome. never really
2: watched like a cartoon show like that as <laughs> they come out. I just wait till it's all out so I can watch it.
1: right now is making me watch Trailer Park Boys animated series and I can't fucking stand it. I can't stand it. Do you
2: like Trailer Park Boys at all? Uh I only have watched a little bit of it, but what I've watched, I thought was pretty good. You shouldn't watch any so more good. of
1: it because they repeat the same thing over and over and over through like 20 seasons of show. Yeah,
0: they have, dude. Those guys and Naveen go made hard. me
1: watch it all, but it's that's okay because I make or, him watch true crime. Yeah, the, shows. the uh, hell yeah,
0: the <laughs> Trailer Park Boys animated series, dude. It's like it's sick, dude. It's, it's
1: pretty sick, good. I can't, I can't. It's just the it. same
0: thing, but animated.
1: You know. So it's okay, so. You've only seen a little bit of it, but we were playing a show on a contortionist headliner. We were playing in yeah. Houston. It's actually the same day that we asked mm. Travis to join our band. But, Hell yeah. but we were playing a show, and fucking Mr. Leahy and, and Randy, and Randy I was like, were is at that the show.
0: Fucking Mr. Leahy and Randy, they were there like at 2 p.m. They like were early. there. And I was like, is
1: that
2: what, what's going on here? Why are they here? But dude, it was a sign that you had to ask him to be in your band cuz yes. other cool stuff happened that yeah, day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> but, but but they yeah. they like were there because they were performing a show the next day and Randy stayed and partied all night. He got like shit faced. Hell yeah. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. It's pretty
0: crazy, dude. <laughs> pretty crazy. I don't so know if his name's dude. actually Randy or not.
1: His but. name's definitely not Randy, <laughs> but he was shirtless. Or yeah, he, he had he did, a shirt.
0: He did. Win- he did do that. Damn, dude. that was that, that's probably the coolest tour story you do know? you have any
1: cool tour stories alex uh, one time
2: uh, I couldn't I find flying. my left
0: felt on my crash yeah, symbol.
2: okay wait
1: we crash saw you felt, when we you saw know. you in Santa Cruz very long ago i think it might have been with Heart machine or the faceless? You guys hit him. That was in the
2: uh, that was like the Bay Area, I think. No, there was a show in Santa Santa Cruz Cruz Cruz. where
1: we saw you, and someone that we knew jumped on your practice pad, and I've never seen you look more pissed than you did at that moment. I won't name
0: names, but he jumped on, and he was like going super hard. And you were like, and you were like, dude, uh, can you (laughs) chill on that thing? It was fucking amazing. It Dude, was incredible. Like, chain I don't in know like. who that
2: was, and I don't remember that, but I have absolutely no doubts that that
1: happened. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: like, because I, I was like, it. oh, cool. Let me, you know, like, just kind of respecting the pads. But then it's like he our was, friend well, got in there. And he was
1: shit-faced. He just, was he shit-faced? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was.
0: But we'll tell I'm you off, to... off air. <laughs> tell you off air.
1: I don't think you, I, I don't remember. know if you'd know him. I could
0: probably, oh, yeah, I don't know if you would know him or not i text you really but quick. it was just
1: I, funny. i don't
2: really care so much anymore unless the person like doesn't even ask me like one time no he uh, didn't ask you he didn't ask you he just you you had you know,
1: every right to be yeah, pissed yeah. i would have freaked out if that was my shit i would have been like what the fuck are you doing you
2: know the last time that that happened that it bothered me was actually kind of recently was that uh i don't want to be a dick because like
1: no be a dick who cares? Well, no, but you're, like you're not so a dick. You're just. Stating. It was a
2: Whitechapel's show we played in California, and uh, Naveen jumped no, on. No, it was. Uh, we played a one-off, like a, It was. They were only on. They weren't on the tour, but they played this show with us, Carnifex, and I don't remember that drummer's name. I've only met him like one time, but he. I I'd never met him before, and. I was not in the green room, but like, I guess he knew everyone in Whitechapel. but like, I had never met him because I, you know, wasn't in, I wasn't playing with them when they had toured with them. And I came back into our green room and he was in our green room. I didn't even know who he was. And he was just on my pads playing. And he also was like wearing his boots and they were all muddy. And like, and I was just like, who are you? And like, why are you on my stuff? Like that rubbed me the wrong way. Um, But it was just because I didn't know who he even was. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, why are you in our room? (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's always a little weird when you don't get an introduction and someone is, like, kind of backstage in your area, like, doing whatever the fuck they want. And, like, you know. Yeah, I don't think it's you being mean. I think it's just, you know. Especially when you're on tour, you want your space to be respected. Like, dude, Naveen and I had a bed in the back of our van. We ma- he made a bed so that we could sleep back there together. And a guy that Aww. was doing merch for us. Like, We're together, by the way. Yeah, we, we, we date. I know but a guy, a guy who was on tour doing merch for us climbed onto the bed and was like all sweaty and shit all over my blankets. And I freaked the fuck out. It's like, dude, I have nothing. Nothing belongs to me. Literally, I have nothing, no space. The least you could do is respect the fucking blankets that I sleep with at night. Like, come on. That'll set me off if I'm 23 days into a tour and I haven't slept. It's like you have to be. Oh, yeah.
0: 23 days into a tour, I'm like a fucking loose cannon. Dude, I'm a
1: lunatic. Sometimes (laughs) I'm like, am I sane? Like, It's just, especially if I've just drank a lot of coffee. And Dude, I'm like, that's how
2: I feel every day of my life. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I know. I mean, I do feel like that a lot, but on tour, especially it's a heightened experience because you're, yeah. you're only around a few of the same people every day. And it starts to make you feel really weird that you're meeting people every day and you're hearing very similar questions from people every single day. It does start to wear on you like really late into tour. And I can be like, um, I can have a short fuse at sometimes. So it, yeah. it set me off.
2: Why'd you quit yeah,
0: I've, that, I've had a yeah. short
2: fuse at times for sure. You know. Yeah. So I'm glad no one's ever hated Let me. There a, is there a is there a
1: question that people ask you that sets you off? Um You're a pretty nice, not guy. Really. You seem to There's like... not like
2: one specific question. Um It really just depends on the person, I guess. You know? <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Um I don't like if I am doing my warm-up, if people are asking me very condescending questions. Like, they're kind of acting interested, but, like, really, they're almost just kind of, like, making fun of me. You oh, know? like,
0: dude, you're doing your warm-up over there? Huh? Yeah, and, yeah. like, that
2: gets old pretty quick. But it also depends on the person, because some people I can really tell are, like, just messing around. But then some people I feel like – I don't even know what it is, but, like, there's something about it where it, it gets a vibe where I feel like they're – it's like they – especially like certain other drummers will be like weirded out by it. And it's cause yeah. I think it makes them feel like, well, I don't do that. What does he yeah. think? He's better than me or something. Yeah, there's like, like an no, insecurity dude.
1: factor. Yeah, to it.
0: It's like, yeah. listen to when you play and then listen to when I play. And well, it's also, hear the it's also,
1: it's also just these. like, everyone's different. <laughs> Everyone yeah, is different. Exactly.
2: That's the thing for me is, like, I don't, you know, if someone else can go up there and rip it all sick without doing that, dude, more fucking power to you. If anything, I'm jealous. But, like, I just know what makes me mentally and physically comfortable, so I'm going to do my thing. You know what I mean? No, Um, no, no. But, yeah, otherwise, there's not really anything in particular that, like, sets me off, I think. I don't know.
1: Do you ever, because, (laughs) I don't know this, I just thought of this, do you ever, because... To me, you're like one of the first guys who was on the internet uh, playing drums, right? Like you're one of the first guys I watched like way back in the day. But do people, do you feel like people ever are like condescending about that, that people do know you through the internet or? No, not, not really. Um, I feel like maybe I've done enough
2: real life stuff where like now where people don't get like that i never really got that but i also was never the youtube sensation that some people are you know Uh, like i i do okay on there but i it was never like i was never doing specific types of covers just to get views or anything you know like i mean even respectful yeah i know thank you i mean even now like there's not relatively speaking i don't even have i don't even have quite I have like under a hundred thousand subscribers still like that's, it's not bad what I, where I, where it's at, but like, there are definitely people that like do way better, you know? Yeah. yeah.
1: And but it goes
0: back to like, okay, they're doing like, you know, whatever. I don't know. Well,
3: a lot of people do Grande like or, jokey shit yeah, like,
1: as well. Like it's all the thing, uh, all the rage nowadays to do all of these like super edited videos that cut to like every single funny yeah. thing. And yeah, you've never done that. And I very much enjoy that about, you've just always been a drummer. It's not like here's Alex, yeah. (laughs) I I always (laughs) respect that about all of the people I know who do that type of shit. It's like maybe it's just because it doesn't really work for me. Like I don't really like that like clownish um, internet presence thing, and I enjoy that about your thank you you being a player doing
2: stuff just because it's popular.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, man, I've always uh, definitely had a lot of pride and integrity in what I do. And like, I only want to do, you know, what I want to do. And like, I'm a doofus and I'll goof around and stuff. But like at the end of the day, like when it comes to posting, it's especially videos and stuff, it's, you know, that's the focal point for me has always been the drumming itself. So like, you know, I, and I do understand what you're saying. I definitely, it's, there've been definitely times where I'll see some YouTube channel of some guy that's like got a bajillion subscribers and millions and millions and billions of views. And he's like probably making mad money off the advertising for that and people like that. And I see it and I get like a little jealous. And then I have to like in my head think like, but I'm not jealous of that. I'm jealous of like the success of it, but like not the you know, it's still not like what I would really want to do. And I kind of oh, have to like
1: absolutely. catch myself. Absolutely. You know? Dude, like, I do it's the like, same play thing. It, play
0: it through. Do you want to go cover every Ariana Grande song or whatever? It's like, and have a whole crew of, uh, it's just, I'm not
1: doing yeah, it. It, it.
0: Not doing it. Yeah. I, I think I the feel thing, like... yeah. Like, I mean, I did, I've only done one cover.
1: Yeah.
0: So what but, cover? but Origin.
1: Oh yeah, that was
0: sick. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Hell yeah, that yeah, was super fun.
1: Not that doing like doing <laughs> covers specifically is not wrong, and none of it's really wrong. It's just like some of it, it's just not it's for not me. Wrong. It's, it's just not for me.
0: If I genuinely wanted to do an Ariana Grande cover, then that, I would do it. Yeah. I just yeah. don't want to. Totally. I just don't feel like doing that. Yeah. You know? same. So
1: I did. I did a
2: Justin Timberlake cover because I wanted to. That's what I'm saying. Like, like if people I w- like shit all over it, uh, some people thought it was cool, but I just think it's a sick fucking song. Like yeah. I like JT. I do well, what song I did you do? Cool. Period. Uh, Let the groove get in off of his 2020 Vision album.
1: I don't even know that song. I think it's uh, we got yeah, it right here.
0: Tight. <laughs>
2: what
1: are you doing? <laughs> oh, was that was that, that JT? Was yeah, nice,
2: yeah. It, <laughs> nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. I. Uh, I, I'm working on a song I want to cover right now that I've always wanted to cover. And by always wanted, I mean like since I first heard it a couple of years ago. Um it's a song by Hawkin, this instrumental song, Nil by Mouth. It's fucking sick. Um, but other than that, the only other cover that I want to do anytime soon is I I really want to do this Nile cover because I hit up Dallas Toler Wade and I was like, hey dude. Would you be down to like record these guitars for me? And he did. He oh. he recorded he did guitars. He did it. That is so sick. sick. I've had them for like a year now, and I just yeah, haven't I had a chance in the song so hard that I just am like, I haven't had a chance to get it where I want it to like do it. But that I'm definitely gonna do it. Like, dude, that'd be sick. Well, so is that what that'd you normally do? Sick.
1: Do you normally hit up the guitar player of the band and see if they want to give uh, you tracks?
2: If if it's a song I really want to do in. I don't have access to guitar stems already. Uh, I will sometimes just ask a band and, and maybe I'll get lucky. Like that's what I did with this X-Toll cover. Oh sick. Um,
1: x fucking rules, man.
2: Yeah. I did a cover of one of the songs off their last album, the self-titled one. Dude, that's and nice. uh, they sent me a guitar file, which I was like stoked about. And uh, that's sick. then like for one, I really wanted to do a stab wound cover, which I did. And, uh, I I knew I wouldn't get guitar files, so I just asked. Uh, I remembered that I had always bonded with the Chon guys over that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Yo, will you guys like record some dope guitars for me?" And they did. So, like, and it's so badass too, because that cover I did of that song is like, you know, it's got like it's like their guitar tone, but but necrophagist. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? That's, yeah, that's like, awesome. So I really liked doing that, but. Uh, So it's not to say that I won't ever do a cover if I can't get a guitar file, but like because I enjoy like the actual like whole uh, recording side of that. Like I like recording drums and capturing the sounds and like, I don't know, like I want to be able to like have it mixed well, you know, because I like that. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You're somewhat of an audio file. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's the word.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. I mean, I I was like, I just cut the guitars for the origin video. That's the the yes. Yeah,
1: Yeah, he did, and no, and he didn't give himself credit like he does. Like no one knows Naveen is a fucking sick guitar player. I
2: know. I've told people that. I'm like, yo, man, like Naveen writes ripping shit on guitar too. Like they're like, really? They will know. He's though, actually I just finally, made a yeah. Sick video, the day dude. that
1: this episode Hell comes yeah. out, which is this Wednesday, we're dropping finally hey, that's a my video birthday. and your birthday. Happy oh, birthday, Alex! Happy birthday! This comes it's out safe. on your birthday. It's, in the future, you're it's 29. Today. That's fucking crazy. 29. Yeah. Nice. It's your nice. last year before you hit the big three zero and you feel 30. like a real adult. But, I know. But on this day, Naveen is is putting out his first song that he's played both guitar and drums for a Hell full yeah. playthrough. Dude. Finally, dude, it's been a long time coming. Like,
0: yeah. like, come on, years. yeah, twenty dude. years in the making. But yeah, that's I want to do dude. some covers. I want to do like, I just want to do old school death metal covers. That's what hell
1: I yeah, do. that's
0: why I did Origin. I was like, I want to do a fucking Dying Fetus one. Cannibal Damn would be sick. Yeah, like,
1: I want to do a Fetus cover.
0: Yeah, I don't. Always, that's what I want to do. Just that's old sick. school death that. metal. You know, I thought the Stab Wound cover was sick. It's like
2: I did a. I did yeah, a awesome. cover EP with Keith Marrow during quarantine. It doesn't come out yet, but uh, oh, awesome. I'd never even heard of this band. It's like some old like grind core band called Nazum. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did, I, like, I covered like five of their songs with Keith and then uh, Will Putney mixed it. Nice. Oh dude. dude it pun sounds sick. fucking sick. Yeah, I can like, hear that. That's awesome. Yeah, he just sent it to me a few days ago. Um, but yeah, it was just like Keith just like asked me to do it and I was like, sure, I don't have fucking else anything else going on, you know? That's um awesome. but I definitely just didn't expect it to turn out as sick as it turned out. Yeah. So I was like, wow, this is actually sick. I'm really glad I did this. Totally. Um, I'll send random, it to you. I you love when random, I now, random, please stuff send that sounds, to us. You know, I love
0: random stuff. Just always sounds really cool. Like I love Dude, that yeah. when you just like sure, and you just like you cut the drums at home, right? Yeah. And then it's just. I don't know. That's that's the best.
1: We like that's we just best. cut drums for a song that we're gonna put out soon at home, and I can't believe how good they sound. Like hell yeah! Well, I, I me. Ne- we sent it to it, but Zach. I never would have chosen to do that. Like I am, yeah. I'm against doing that kind of stuff. I like going to a studio and like making it all sound perfect. But it sounds yeah. fucking really good, man.
0: Hell yeah! yeah it turned
2: out. So, Is there anything else killer. that
1: for you came about just because of quarantine? Um.
2: I can't even remember. I don't I don't think a whole lot. I uh I mean the Patreon, I probably I didn't have any plans to do that prior to quarantine, but I did that and um I have a podcast now, but it's like not like it's literally just me. I just rant for like an hour talk sometimes. Sure. What, what have
1: you been ranting about?
2: Dude, anything. Sometimes I go like real deep and get all existential and then sometimes <laughs> I just like talk about random shit. There's only like four episodes so far, and I don't even know if anyone listens to it. I don't pay attention, really, but I just like doing it.
1: Dude, that's the cool thing about a podcast. We talk about that, too. It's like, I don't even care if people are paying attention to this. These are conversations that Naveen and I would just have on our own anyway. Yeah. So, fuck it. Like, why not just throw it out there for people to listen to if they want to?
2: Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of like, like, I originally started doing it just because... I did it. I was going to do it as like a Patreon perk kind of thing. Yeah. Um, And I originally was just putting a Dropbox link in my Patreon. So, you know, people could like listen to whatever. And I was like taking questions and that kind of thing and just talking. And uh, then I was like, maybe I'll like post these as a thing. And so now I I got like the Podbean thing and it's on like iTunes and Spotify or whatever. But it's
1: what's it called? it's,
2: It's called Rants and Revelations. Nice. Beautiful. With Rudy.
1: Rants and Revelations with Rudy. It's literally just me
2: ranting though. But it's so fun. I love it. It's just fun to do.
0: I know. So. I kinda wanna break
2: out, dude. My solo Yeah, career. I think
1: Naveen should do a solo podcast too.
2: <laughs> you know. <laughs> just rant. I he definitely the person that inspired me to do it was I always listened to the Bill Burr Bill Burr podcast. Oh yeah. Um babe, I fucking babe, love Bill it, Burr. It. Dude. <laughs> yeah. I just I love I love Bill Burr's com- like comedy and I love I just love that his podcast just is just
1: him ranting like a maniac. Have you like, lived have you listened to the Bill and Burt podcast with, yeah, with Bert Kreischer? Yeah. Dude, that's why we started this podcast, is because I was so obsessed with like your mom's house. And I love Joe Rogan, of course, but I love all of his comedian friends podcasts. Yeah. I listen to Burt cast all the time and Eliza yeah. Schlesing and that's why yeah. we started this shit so it's it's very yeah. that stuff's really inspiring
2: yeah i love that stuff and it, it's just like i don't know man it's it's just like a fun thing to do uh especially one of the like the first i think episode i put out like i don't know i just see i i often have like these weird dialogues with myself when it especially when it's like comes to like something that's challenging to me from like a morality standpoint or just in general, you know, where I'm not like, I'm trying to assess how I feel and I'll kind of like think through it and have like a conversation with myself almost. And then I was kind of like, well, what if I just tried doing this out loud, you know? And, um, that's kind of like the point of it mainly is like, there's definitely some where I kind of like just say random stuff, but for the most part I've wanted to like have a theme for each one where I'm kind of like discussing something, uh, something a little bit deeper you know yeah um, and it's kind awesome. of just saying it out loud um, yeah that's so, well, much so it.
1: what themes have you gone to so far uh, well one of
2: them I talked about like this is something I was like experiencing um, so when I did like <laughs> sorry the cat just attacked yeah, uh, it's okay
0: one second. It, she's a cutie just leave her in here it's no, funny it oh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she's chasing a fly And I think yes, the fly sir. might have landed on Cheney's back So she. So then the cat
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did blind, it hurt? But I have tears in my eyes Because <laughs> that hurt Did it
2: scratch your back
1: all back? Yeah that was the second time she's done that oh, She shit. clawed up my entire back Oh my god
2: Little red mark. <laughs> oh shit. God damn. You gotta be careful with well, the kitty in that I'm house. used
1: to it at this point. It's just like a, that piercing.
0: Sorry, Alex was like getting all deep and then she <laughs> like fucking. All
1: right, go get deep, shit. get deep again,
2: Alex. <laughs> no, I was just like, uh, when I did one of the good tiger albums, I, I like, it wasn't a bad experience, but I was like really stressed out. Cause I was like, uh, like, I've wanted to be more in control of things than I was. And I was kind of like thinking of, you know, my issues with control and like the anxiety it causes me. And, and then thinking about like how, you know, I did learn a lot from that experience and those guys, you know, in that experience with the guys in that band specifically, you know, helped me learn a lot about myself and they were very patient with me. And, and then now going into doing this white album, I was thinking about how, like, while there are certain things that, I am anxious about doing this album with them. Like for the most part, you know, I'm pretty much open to whatever. Like I do just want to do what's good for the song and for the band and stuff. So uh, just like kind of reflecting on some of that growth and the, you know, obviously in much more detail, but it was kind of like that first episode was more about like just relinquishing control, yep. you know, from a situation well, and, and like.
1: Not, not to interrupt you, but for with that whole thing. Do you feel like it has more to do with the fact that Whitechapel was like a well-established band before you started writing with them and that Good Tiger was really your baby project?
2: Yeah, to an extent, but also like there are just things I don't care about like I used to. And I think, not that I don't care about them, but I remember with one of the, there was a Good Tiger song where Uh, I really wanted and I talk about this specific experience in like that episode on my podcast, just how like uh, I I really wanted this one fill to be there that I had written and spent all this time learning and then they wanted to take it out. And I was like, no, like I want that in there. And but I was thinking like very clearly about the drums and not just like the actual song, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And. I think objectively now that I'm so far removed from it, when I listen to that song, it's not in there. And I think like, yeah, I guess that Phil would have kind of distracted from this song. It was way too over the top for the song and, and stuff like that. But it was like something that like, I felt like I was being attacked because I identify so closely with what I do because I'm so intense about it. Like when someone kind of criticizes historically anyway, when someone kind of criticizes my, Drumming in any way, I almost interpret it as an attack. And that's something I had to like kind of get a grip on and, and yeah. come to realize like these people aren't attacking me. They're not saying anything's bad. It's just that I identify with what I do so heavily that it, it feels that way. And I need to stop that.
1: Well, you know? I feel the same exact way about that because, especially with what I do, it's like I write literal words. So if someone is saying that they don't necessarily like like a line that I write, then it is, I do. I have historically as well taken it as kind of like (laughs) a personal attack because it's like, man, this is like from my heart and I'm really attached to this because it means a lot to me. So I, I can relate a lot with what you're saying, especially on that level. It's like, you know, you, you are, your writing is a part of who you are and it, it is a learning process to detach from that because mm-hmm. no one is looking at it as like Rudy sucks or like this, what is he trying to do? It's just like what serves the band the best yeah, way.
2: E- exactly. Exactly. And that's, <laughs> but like you said, it's, it's hard sometimes to, to let that kind of thing go. And I think, uh, and that was another thing too, is I always had, you know, way too much pride to like w- with, doing the good tiger stuff, we could attract both those albums with how prepared I was, we could have done the drums in like a day if I hadn't been such a fucking psycho. Like mm-hmm. I was like, you know, Nolly would be like, all right, that was great. Let's move on. I'd be like, no, like it's not perfect yet. And he'd be like, dude, I can like fix that. Like relax, yeah, you right. know? And I'm, I'm just like, you know, and, and then like, you know, flipped a years later, I did this album with, Uh, I did it out in LA. I'm not sure. I, I can't actually say what it is yet. Cause the band hasn't even announced that I did it. Um. So right. I shouldn't say it, but I tracked that album. I did 12 songs in two days and I, I was prepared, but like, I also just, uh, you know, just went with it. Uh, yeah. Like he would be like, that was great. And I was like, I, I kind of played a couple things funny there. And he's like, yeah, but I can fix that. Like, let's just yeah. keep going. And Let I was like, all right, it, dude, that's their job. Well, Let them fix it. That's what I say. I know, but I like, cool. I know, but it took me a long time to get there, you know, yeah, like yeah. for me, cause yeah, I'm, yeah. you know, great but yeah Yeah, but
1: it does it's like I mean sometimes people like I for instance I like was the documentary person on a whole session that Naveen did and it's like they got Naveen to play, but then when Naveen was playing, it's like they changed a bunch of shit about what he did. And I noticed that you have, like, grown over the years as to what you're down for people to tell yeah. you is okay for you to change. Oh. That, that is a, a learning process, especially if you're going to be, like, a ses- session musician. Like, it yeah. is kind of hard to let go of your, uh, who you innately are. Because you're Alex, like you're going to play like Alex and you want to play like Alex, but they might want you to play like, uh, like Al or, you know, like Lex, Lex. Yeah. It just (laughs) depends. It just (laughs) depends. Like Like it depends. Like for
0: the Whitechapel thing, like, you know, Mark and everybody's just kind of telling me what to do. It's like, but that's, that's fine with me. I mean, the only yeah. time I really get defensive or whatever, it's like, if Entheos is hitting the studio, don't tell me what to do. Straight yeah, that's up. why. But, but honestly, but,
1: like I felt like you working with Mark and Whitechapel was a very good step in yeah, the, yeah. the Entheos process because Mark... Is one of the first people who I think taught you to be to like kind of lay back a little yeah, bit and let yeah. everyone else do their thing and Ari's to pay like, attention. Let me a see. More. That
0: feels cool, but let's see what the vocals are doing. Yeah, and it's like yeah, it doesn't work. So I mean, you know?
1: specifically of like yeah. all session drumming that you've done, I think you came back from working with Mark like totally. a little as a different player. Totally, almost. I was
0: like, all right, man, I gotta maybe rethink. It's not jazz hands yeah. the whole time because yeah. everything. I, yeah, uh, because I did the same thing. I was like, dude, I got this super sick idea for this part, and it's like. Yeah, it's cool on drums, but Mark's like, no, man, just like, r- just play a solid beat through that part, you know? And yeah, to me, I was kind of like, fuck, all right, I had this really sick part, but, you know, in hindsight, it's like, he's right, dude. Because well, he's like, this is the part that, like, drives the song, and he's not attached, you know? He's like... Yeah.
2: He's just advantage. being objective about
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
1: And everyone- like, he doesn't
0: care what he's trying to, like, sabotage me. You exactly. know what I mean? He's <laughs> just yeah. trying to
2: make a like sick what album. what would Mark yeah. gain from making it sound worse? Like, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know? It's like, like
1: everyone just goes in, like, you want to be yourself. You as a musician, you want to fucking sound <laughs> oh, sick. Oh, I just, I'm sorry.
2: It just cracked okay. me up
1: the idea of, like... The
2: hypothetical <laughs> idea of like the album being out and Mark being like, "I'm ah, yeah. so <laughs> like, right
1: there." Him.
0: Like, oh, like all these cool fills that could have been. We dude, we've talked down. about
1: Mark in the last two episodes that we've done. It's great. Mark rules. We should get him on the fucking. I know podcast. Mark rules, man. Lark, you should Lark Mewis.
2: Yeah, you should rules. wait till after I track with him so you can ask him about how neurotic I was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We we already know.
0: Well, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're doing that in December? All right. Well.
1: Yeah, we're gonna call him on December tenth. <laughs> I
2: think I think so you're that, fresh. I don't I don't even know the exact dates yet, but like the tentative date. I think they're waiting to hear back from this studio, but it's like the second to the ninth or something. Well, you're not, you're not so. doing
0: drums at his house, you're gonna go to a studio?
2: We might, but I think they want to go to this Mark wants to go to some room i don't know that's which sick. but like i think all right. if all else fails we'll do it at mark's house and from what i understand his room's pretty dope so like i think it would still be sick yeah. um yeah. we did it at yeah, a studio i
0: don't know what was that we went to some studio it was before he had his room done. oh really yeah
2: i thought you did it at his room for some reason oh no, i didn't we went, we went to that's cool warner
0: warner brothers Oh, cool. Yeah, it was sick. It was super fun. It was... Hell yeah. That was like one of the coolest things I've ever done. Like going to... Dude, DJO. I love going so to like fun. a new
2: studio I've never been to. And Dude, shit. I love it. It's so fun. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I, really I, I love
0: doing that and the JVAC thing was super fun. Just... I've always wanted to record with Jason. You know, like I've been... Hell yeah. You know, I'm sort of into engineering and stuff and he's always yeah. been a, Sort of an influence, I guess you could say. Yeah,
2: man. He's done a lot of records that I really love. Him I know. It's have, fucking crazy. So.
0: Those guys have done a lot of good shit, man.
2: They're, yeah they're dope dude without a doubt but yeah I'm uh it's funny with with the chapel thing because like you know on paper I think you know I'm kind of treated as like the session guy for this album too but uh you know at the same time I'm gonna be the one playing them live so like I want like I don't want to write anything that's gonna that's what I was gonna say about the parts you wrote for you know, whether you wrote all of them or whether you were just playing something that someone told you to play your parts for white chapel are my favorite songs to play live. Like
0: that's yeah, tight.
2: they're way more it's, fun than any of the older stuff. You know, right. that makes sense um, though. It makes sense. It's dude. It, it's just fun. <laughs> like I don't like it. Some of it's tech, but it's also like just groovy and hard hitting. And it doesn't like, you know, I, in the yeah. live environment, I really enjoy it. So I'm trying to like, that's tight, man keep that in mind too. And, um, yeah, like I've definitely, there were, there's one song on the album that, uh, started with me. I programmed random drum ideas and sent them to Wade. And then he like wrote some guitars around them and it turned into a song. That's awesome. So, so that's been kind of cool just to like, you know, even though I am kind of like the hired gun guy, it's been cool that they actually like are down to, let me have some creative input as well. So, you know.
1: Well, that's important, I think, and making Uh, you like you're going to be the touring guy. So it's probably like whether or not you like are saying, yeah, that's really important to me. It is kind of important in the long run to feel like you like had some say or input into what you're doing in the long run. So, yeah, Yeah, I want to
2: like have that. But I also, you know, for a band like them, I want to, you know, you have to kind of think about their sound too it's like they've totally. done seven yeah, albums so exactly. Tra- uh, that's exactly
0: f- how I, I felt with that's why going there to do that album it's like what am i gonna do be like oh dude like this is how it's gonna be like you yeah. already have a sound yeah. they, and it's, working. it's like they need you to like yeah do your thing here and there but blend in and do the white thing on drums yeah you know, so
2: yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, man, that's what I'm trying to do. Hopefully, it turns out sick. I do I'm think sure the songs will, are pretty sure killer so far. So, I'm stoked, stoked to hear it. To hear it. Yeah, I yeah, can't wait. Stoked to well, hear it. Thank you. I will try to live up to your level of sickness, Naveen. Well, I that wouldn't be very hard. <laughs> dude, come on, you're a fucking sick guy. Come on.
0: <laughs> I mean, man. I didn't, we'll do that. dude. For that album, I was like on summer slot. I almost like I thought that I totally blew it, like bef- because they asked me to do it. And I was like, yeah, for sure. Obviously, I want to do that. And then we went on summer <laughs> slaughter, and like, I just didn't really talk to them for like a couple months, you know? And then when we got home, I was like, hey, uh, you guys probably got someone else by now, but are you, do you still want me to do it? I mean, I'm down. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we want you to do it still. So I really didn't have <laughs> much time to like prepare or anything. And then, yeah. I sort of just went out there, and and I knew the songs just from, like, listening to them, and then that was pretty much... Yeah. Just like, okay, I'll try it like this. Okay, do it again. Do it, like, the, some other way, or... Yeah. Sometimes
2: so. I think that almost turns out better. Dude, I think that turns al- out
0: way better. Like, that's how we, what we did for JFAC, and... I'm straight up, like, not going to prepare for the next Antheos album. Yeah, I'm just going to hit the studio and just do random Janie's stuff. he's like, no.
3: no, I actually like R- that. R- I agree
1: with him. Because, dude, I'm such a huge fan of Flesh Rot. And I think yeah. that that is some of Naveen's best shit. Because it wasn't necessarily... Like, when he does super think out parts, I think that when we hit the studio, he becomes like super set on yeah, those parts like, and it's almost yeah. harder to get him to change stuff. Because I've like
0: rehearsed it a million times, yeah, you know so what it, I mean? So and it I'm becomes like, more stressful yeah.
1: for him and then Naveen like is quick tempered. So in the studio, it's like if he becomes quick tempered, it's like it's not a good setup for the rest of the yeah. thing.
0: I Honestly, I'm not going to, the next Entheos, I'm not going to prepare. I'm just going to hit the studio and just be like, right. all yeah. right, let's just try it, whatever. It's yeah. It just turns out better, dude. The thing that sucks about that is then... It's way harder to learn, you know. Yeah, like true. Whereas if before I'd like have it all under my hands, it's like yeah, I'm good to go. Like I already know it all. But yeah, because if definitely we right, yeah, you know, that's the one whatever. thing.
2: Like because of COVID, I've had all this time, and I was like, well, surely I should, you know, work on this new Whitechapel stuff that I'm going to be tracking. But you know, now it's almost like I'm I'm so familiar with all of it. You know, I'm sure that stuff is going to change still in the studio when I'm yeah, actually yeah. playing it. So I'm trying to like really mentally prepare myself for like, like okay, I might be putting this time in and and learning all this stuff, but anything could change. That's Don't what I'm get saying. too yeah. attached. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, your
0: favorite part that you made, Mark's going to be like, no, just just rip it straight quarter notes. Yeah. On the, and you're going to be like, fuck, man, I spent like I a whole
2: day learning this fucking part. I know, I know. <laughs> I have gotten better about that though, where I like that good tiger experience really taught me that is I was just, I at some point I had to accept that like, okay, as the drummer, there's probably just going to be times where I spend a lot of time on something and it doesn't end up making it, but that's just part of the job, I guess, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, like I just have to accept that. It doesn't mean that me putting the time into learning it was in vain. It just, you know, it is what it is. And kind of does though. I mean, kind of well. I mean, I agree <laughs> theoretically, just, but I've, uh... I've been able to kind of, like, you know. Yeah, yeah
1: it's there's a way to w- deal there's with actually, it. There's
2: actually, it's funny you say that though, too, because there are a few things that I've learned that when I'm playing them, I'm like, I bet this isn't going to end up on the album. Like when I'm <laughs> practicing funny. them, I'm just like yeah, this. Yeah. yeah, I don't even think they really were able to grasp what it was in the drum programming I wrote. i'll keep i'll keep playing it this way for now but i bet this doesn't make it you know so i'm kind of like already trying to mentally prepare myself for it if that makes sense then
0: you'll probably just be surprised like they'll be like yeah that's actually way sick we want to keep it and you're like awesome like
2: that's better though yeah i'm I'm fine with that yeah Yeah. prepare for the worst i guess yeah yeah
0: totally well fuck man it's probably late there right it's like one or something
2: yeah, but I'm up to like three every day of my life like a crazy person. So. Damn, I saw but that you had a uh,
0: Tim Hortons cup. Do you guys have Tim Hortons there?
2: No, uh, actually a Tim Hortons employee gave this to me when I was in Canada. It's my favorite mug. Oh, oh it's uh, it's oh. a mug.
1: Oh, it's blood. like, yeah. okay. Because
0: yeah. it looks like a paper cup at first. Oh, no,
1: like,
2: it's just like a,
1: you know, solid. Yeah, that's
2: super sick. That's super yes. sick. You know, speaking
1: Big. of like van touring, one of my favorite days on van tours is that is waking up in a parking lot That has a Tim Hortons in it.
2: Yo, I actually really like that too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or doing any early morning drive when I have Uh, like a fresh coffee, especially Tim's, especially in Canada. I love doing early morning drives like in Canada for some reason, especially because a lot of it Depending on where you are in Canada, it's really beautiful and yeah, yeah, it's amazing that. there.
1: Well, for me, it's probably because I like to smoke weed so much, and weed is legal all across, true. all across the great country of Canada. So that is true. Just enjoying <laughs> yeah. every moment. America needs to get their <laughs> shit together. <laughs> well, America is starting to get their shit together. You know, it's it's a couple yeah. of states at a time we're seeing yeah. go, going wreck.
2: Yeah. I know. In Maryland, it's like medicinal and stuff, so I don't think it's fully legal yet but i don't know
3: it's going that yeah. way for it's
0: sure.
3: gone
1: yeah it won't
0: matter to me because i don't smoke weed so yeah, but, but i but smoke
1: a lot i, I do so. like cbd
2: oil so oh
1: yeah i like cbd oil a lot as well like we uh, i have there's a guy who sends us cbd oil and i'll take it in my coffee like every day yeah. and i i see it's, I don't notice it's a noticeable really. I don't uh notice difference. decreased anxiety because i'm yeah. very i'm an anxious person so.
2: It helps me a lot. Um, I wish I could get it here. I always got it on tour, and I would just buy a lot of it. If you all ever want to buy some and mail it to me, I'll pay you for it. I'm always um, down.
1: Lo- well, I actually I think, would mail it to you if you need it. Yeah, I, I would too, know. because well, I actually think that it's very important. Like, oh. I don't want to see any friend I have get on, like, some crazy prescription pills. So whether or not you're the type of person who would do that, it's like pot is so much better than that shit. I'd rather... Yeah. Yeah. Well, you it. can
2: you can get, you know, CBD here, but it doesn't have like it's only been in like California and Colorado where I've found it with like uh it has to have like a little bit of active THC in it. Totally. Otherwise, I feel like it's it just doesn't do shit. A lot
1: know? of people like to mess with the 1 to 1s. So, it's like an equal part THC that to CBD.
2: Like and it that Seems like a lot to me. I don't yeah. know anything about that, but
1: Yeah, I'm like kind of a weed connoisseur, so I know you are. Yeah. That's all right, yeah. I like, I like stuff that's like kind of, it gives you sort of the high, but it also gives you all of the relief that uh, CBD gives to you. So the high oh, yeah. to me, it's like, it's not like a super high off of weed, but it's the, it's that you're high enough to experience like the, the pain reduction and all of the, the good qualities of weed without being just blown out of your mind and like not being able yeah. to think.
2: Well, maybe at some point soon I'll I will hit y'all up. You can mail me some or Dude, something. Dude, no problem. Yeah, sure. No we problem. got you. No problem, but yeah, I know that, I know it's probably this probably is a really long episode of this podcast already, is it not? Uh, uh, yeah, we're at like Two hours. Well, I think we've done a longer one than that, but, but probably just
1: me and Naveen talking to each other.
2: But yeah,
0: man. Uh, anyway, thanks a lot, Alex, for doing our Dude. show. Yeah, thank you. I it know, is we we had to reschedule a like a million times. My bad.
2: But no, dude, I mean, my bad, too. I I suck at things. so <laughs> we
1: yeah. do see. All right. It's all good. But well, it's been fuck, good to man. talk to you, man. Good to see yeah, you. Yeah,
2: it's lovely to see both of you. Oh, yeah.
1: For
0: sure, dude. Uh, well, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Check out Alex's Patreon. You know where to find him. Peace.
1: <laughs> Have a good night and day.